It's time to keep it real. Time to do the real dilly, the real dynamo. Get real or get gone. Real men don't eat quiche. It's time for Real Rotten, the podcast where we watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hello, all you Real Rottoners. Is that what we're calling them now? Or we're calling them Real Rottoners? Real Rotten Heads. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the Realers? The Real, the Rotten, get, the Rotten Squad. The, the Squad? Are we going with, like, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift Squad? No, we can't. There's copyright on it. You're right, you're right. Yeah, there's major major copyright uh, uh, and salacious statements that you've been making. We're probably going to get a cease and desist any day now. For real O'Neills like Shaquille O'Neal, that's us. We are here to talk about twins. And twins! <laughs> I didn't get that drop. I wanted to get that drop, but I couldn't get and that And twins! Drop. Yeah, and twins. It's the same thing. Uh, we are talking about It Takes Two, the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Everybody needs to saddle up on them horses like Kirstie Alley, because we're going we're gonna to ride into the sunset. But first, I'm Nick Lyons, your uh, co-host. And joined by Stephen Ramirez, the other who, co-host, who is also a co-host. Yeah, that's what they tell me. And Kyle's here. Kyle's hey here. Hey there. Yeah. Hi, Kyle. Hey. And we have an esteemed guest who is as uh, I tried. I did this last time. We need to come up with a new adjective than esteemed. Gina, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Um, I'm proud to represent Chico State on Real Rotten. Hello. Fellow alumnus. Wild cats, wild cats in the house. That's the only part I know of that song. We went from wild cats to now loving wild cats. Um, do you guys remember the Chico handshake? Uh, uh, I feel no. like I need hand sanitizer. Uh, quick story. I Well, we're not allowed to do the Chico handshake anymore, of course, because we are still in Q teen. And uh, I, this is episode 1100 of the Isolation series. Um my little sister's best friend goes to Chico, and every time I see her, I ask her if she remembers the Chico State handshake. And every time she says, no, you made that up, it's not a real handshake. And I say, no, that's a lie. <laughs> and then we do the handshake, but I just make it up as we go. And then she says, that's different than the last time. And I say, it's an ever-evolving handshake. So if you ever meet any new Chico alumnus, I say that we make that a thing where we pretend to have a Chico State handshake, but we actually don't. So you're admitting that there is no Chico State handshake. Well, no, there is. When no, when you say there is, it brings it into being. I I just think as alumnus, we should make this a thing. I'm into it. I'm down. I'm gonna start doing it. Okay, Gina's on board. Steven is not. Kyle, thumbs up from Kyle. You take that dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think you're bringing up uh, gang relations, and 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 <laughs> I don't I don't I don't agree with it. We've had a gang problem in. in in Chico for a while now. I'm speaking uh, vicariously through through the citizens that have been there for 50 years. Uh, well, it no, doesn't really sir. matter. Handshakes are out anyway. We're not touching each other ever yeah, again. Yeah. So that's that's eye always shakes. good. Yeah. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the eye twitch. The eye twitch is the secret <laughs> signal that we're part of the secret club. You know. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Got you got that. Uh, Gina, we're gonna get to know you in a quick game. This is your first time on the podcast. Hey. Um, Stephen, would you like to explain the game? Yeah, the game, uh, just to get to know you, uh, we're going to get to know what you like, what you don't like, and it's a play on your name. So it, 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 we're going to ask you a question uh, about a subject, and you're going to think, uh, is it G or is it nah? So is it G, <laughs> is, is, it, is it gangster, is it nah? I ain't, I ain't messing with that. Got it? I'm here for it. I'm Love ready. It. Yeah. Love it. All right, so uh, Nick, you want to take, take it away? Yeah, I'll, I'll stay on the isolation theme. Um, um, hugs, hugs, hello. Hugs, hello. G or nah? In isolation? 
in isolation. Or no, no, we're talking pre-isolation, pre and post. Yeah. Uh, do you miss? Okay. Do you miss? Hugs, I'm hello. a big hugger. I love giving people hugs. Um, it's actually been really hard to not hug people. I've snuck in a few here and there, but then yeah. I always feel super guilty after. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Like I feel like when you're like touch is like one of your like love languages. It's just so hard to not do it or just to be able to like show affection that way. But pretty good at like a solid uh like a salute now. It's kind of <laughs> my my go to for you, for not touching people. Yeah, it's can really you just, awkward. Can you describe your salute? Is is it like a? I do like a little like a. It's almost like a little sailor sort of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, sailor yeah. Thing. <laughs> That feels as good as a salute. That feels as good as a hug if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing, same thing. <laughs> uh, all right. So so that's uh, fair G. That's, that's a G. G. Yeah, yeah, it's G. Yeah. That's a G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, my my subject, I guess, would have to be. I, no, I'll play off the general. In general, in general, in general, sweet wine. Nah, nah. I like a dry wine. Mm. Nah, man, nah. Fair uh, enough. No, like a dry wine, like too sweet. You can, you, you know, you can't drink a lot of it. And uh, as a Chico alumni, uh, you know, I, I, I drink quite a bit, so yeah. I can't do the sweet. Yeah. So nah. Learned nah. your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And dry <laughs> wine dries your mouth out, so you need more wine. More wine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Uh, G or not, um, we're going to go with kickball as a sport. Man. Uh, G. G. Kickball is fun. Keep I just kickball don't think I'm fun. very good Keep at it. Yeah, keep it G. It's a fun group game. It doesn't, you know, require the skills of like catching a ball like a softball or a baseball. Um, but like those balls hurt. Like though I don't I do not like those big rubbery ones. Like they hurt. So um, but it's a fun game for all. I just I don't like getting hit by those, if that makes sense. But so it's G. It's G. Okay, twist. The ball is a human head. Is it still G? Oh yeah, that makes it way more fun. Yeah, there you um, go. There you go. No, See? <laughs> no, no, no. no. That was, yeah, yeah. That's that's a bit much. Okay, some Game of Thrones style guess, yeah. sports. You know? <laughs> what if that was a scene in Game of Thrones? Like it'd be like the pirate scene in Hook for well, second straight time, second straight episode mentioning Hook baseball scene. Hey, don't worry, we're talking a lot of baseball in this movie. There's a lot of baseball uh, in the movie we're going to be discussing. Uh, they were like, you know, scene we need to add to this Hook pirate movie. Baseball. Yeah. We need a baseball scene. It resonates so so much with me, uh, a la the... Uh, uh, um, Jack, my it? boy! Jack! Jack! Renfair. Renaissance <laughs> Fair. Renaissance Fair, they play uh, medieval baseball. That's what it reminds me of every time I watch it. Do they up. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's big. Really? Yeah, big pastime. Yeah, I remember I remember watching that. Medieval baseball. It's, it's great. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> I'm, look it up. Look it up, Kyle. <laughs> what? Look it up, Kyle. Medieval baseball Renaissance Fair. That's that's a real thing. Okay, Stephen, go. Shit just got real. Um, I. All right. So the final final question. Uh, it's a bit specific to the podcast, but we might as well because uh, I I feel like you're a friend of the show perpetually. Um, cats. Uh, the movie. Nah. Well, I haven't seen it, you guys. Oh, I see, I, I, that's, a, that's a stipulation. Um, okay. But have you seen anything cat But are related? you into the idea of humans as cats singing songs and doing dance numbers? About being cats. 
I mean, I do like Cats, the animals, but the the movie, or you know, I've never seen the Broadway musical. And okay. I do really like Andrew Lloyd Webber. I think he's very talented. Phantom of the Opera is my shit. Yeah. Um, but Cats just freaked me out. I just, and I love Taylor Swift too. I'm not afraid to admit it. And I just thought that Fair. just seemed really, really like marketing. And she wasn't really into that much. And then it kind of got blamed on her. And I thought that whole situation was weird. I have a lot of thoughts about That's, cats, but you're you're spot you on know, there. Just kind of made me you're on there. Ugh. You know, what's yeah. your one sentence review of folklore? Time to go to the folklore. Corner. Oh yeah, folklore corner. Folklore corner, Ooh. specifically Slavic folklore. If you, if, you have any, uh, <laughs> if you have any interpretations on that, uh, I think one of her best albums, and actually very emotionally moving. Uh, the other, like, ugh, sorry, it's hard to do it in one sentence. That's really challenging. Um, just say comma. Just her a bunch best of times. album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her best album that will definitely be underrated and probably not appreciated, but appreciated by a lot of people fans and, and others. A lot of people yeah. saying uh folklore over nineteen eighty nine, true or false. Is that G or is that nah? You know, I think it depends on your your style of you know, do you like pop music or do you like really mm. kind of slow? Um, sort of more acoustic y calm music. Like I think there's just totally different moods. I love 1989 because I like pop music, but I think this album is so different than what she normally does. And I read this really great review that said, you know, she she was able to just create an album that wasn't, you know, oh, I have to think about the radio or I have to think about what my tour will be like and, you know, the performances on that. So she was able to actually just sit down and create this album where it was just the thoughts in her head, her head. Um, so I think they're quite different um, in that respect because she didn't have to do any of that. And I think the great thing about this new album is, and all of her music and her lyrics, is that she she really does capture the emotions of women, I would say, and even men, I'm not 100% sure, but I know she does capture some of those things that you go through as women that you don't really know how to express. And then she puts that into this like song and you're just like, wow, that is how I feel. And that's why so many people relate and love her her music and it's not for everyone but um if you can relate to it it's just it's really special to kind of have her do that for you wow that's my taylor swift shtick wow you just hit the swift corner that (laughs) i roller skated to this album (laughs) are you guys expecting that (laughs) no No. uh (laughs) kyle's crying that's why he can't talk right now but i listened to folklore while i was roller skating uh just the other day and i i had a great time it was very enjoyable just a totally, I, love that. I didn't even fall down too. So that was also great. <laughs> movie news. A win-win all around. Is there any movie news? Uh, I think the only thing that we need to shout out is by the time this has been released, it's it's been long, uh, long been announced, but uh, RIP Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley, uh, cut down in his prime. He died. Uh, uh, I, we, we scrubbed his uh, uh, real, uh, his Rotten Tomatoes uh, bio. Not a lot of, not a lot of misses. Not a lot of misses. We I really wanted to do hard target, but that's um, that's over thirty percent. So so we can't do that. Uh, he was in he was in my fellow Americans, which we always want to do for the election. That's not going to happen because that's like fifty percent. Um, obviously in the thing. Obviously in uh, uh, Last of the Dogmen as the narrator. Uh, like I said, I dedicate my firstborn child will be named Wilfred. Wilfred or Wilford? No, Wilfred. Wilfred. <laughs> I can't. I can't go Will Ford. That's crazy. Uh, why, you don't want to call him Ford. Wilfred, totally normal name. <laughs> yeah, because you can just call him Fred. Uh, Wilford Brimley, 
all time great name, all time great character actor, all time uh, great. Has character. one of the best mustaches of all time, best accents of all time. <laughs> um, he was the diabetes guy, spokesperson for Diabetes Association. Yeah. And can you do the? Can you do a diabetes impression for us, please? Um. <clears throat> hey, that's Walter Bradley for diabetes. No, it did work. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like that. No, no. Um, it's it's more like a, this is a little lower. This is uh, this is Wilfred Brimley, uh, or the Diabetes Association. Something that was like that. that was it. That was it. That was it. So, R.I.P. Rest in power, Wilfred. Wilfred. Wilford. I mean, Not you your guys, son. You guys just um just wanted to flag. You know, uh, he was in Cocoon. Yeah. Which had Steve Gutenberg, wow. who is you know. Just a, a true gem in this movie. Just a true gem. Wow. So I just, you know, I had to make that connection. Real Gina, quick. the Segway you know. Queen. Wow, she did it. Time to talk about it. It takes two. Boop, boop, boop. Wah, wah. It takes two to make a thing right. But Kyle, first, Steven, let's get a little taste of it. He wants to be a good father. Daddy! Who is she? She's going to be your new mother. <gasps> she longs to be a mother. Oh, I thought you were But before two identical strangers. What I see is me. I see me too. Can get them to live happily ever after. They have to ditch the big bad witch. Gum in your hair? Kirstie Alley, Steve Gutenberg, the Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley. It takes two. It takes two, baby. That doesn't hit you in the nostalgia feels. I don't know what does. To me, that's a home video. That's every time I'm watching a home video, that, that commercial comes on. That's an all-time great trailer. Mm -hmm. Um it really gets me riled up. Yeah. It is what plays on the front of your VHS for the movie that you're about to watch. They didn't they used to do that? They put the All commercial the for the movie that you're about to watch. Uh on the VHS. They would do it if there's like uh, uh special outtakes or interviews with the cast after the credits roll or something like that. But otherwise it's it's more like the, I watched that before Dennis the Menace came on video. That makes know? sense. Yeah. Great movie. I for not sure had this on VHS. It takes two. I did not. Me and Meg uh, shout out to Meg, my um, sister from another. Nope, same sister. Yep, same sister. Um, same mister. Uh, she and I used to watch It Takes Two all the time. So this uh, this movie, once again, nostalgia hotspot. Love it. The only nostalgic thing it. about this movie is that trailer. Uh, I never <laughs> watched it. I never watched it as a kid. I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, I, I'm not interested. Uh, let's move on and let me watch Land Before Time 5. Also a great movie. <laughs> I'm just saying it's fair yeah. though. I feel like this was a movie definitely, you know, targeted towards young girls. Like this was on the the sleepover circuit, you know, it was mm. fun to watch because the Olsen twins were like gods, you know, you wanted to be them, you wanted to know them. Um, so I could kind of see where like either if you had a sister or you just, you know, maybe had a real affinity for the Olsen twins. Like if you didn't, like I don't know why you would have watched this movie. It definitely wasn't targeted at Young boys. My sister was one when this movie released, so yeah, it, it was not her market, unfortunately. Yeah. So ne ni neither was it uh, mine. I had a, cr a huge crush on Mary Kate and not uh, Ashley. No, no, no. I, <laughs> well, let's all choose our sides right now, okay? I'm, I've been a Mary Kate guy since the beginning, um, but maybe it's because the characters that she plays. She always plays the tomboy one, so I was always more into that. Mm -hmm. um, I just connected with her more. Uh, uh, Gina, which side are you on? Are you a Mary Kate or Ashley? I, I totally agree with the tomboy thing. Um, I I think she just was so cool and confident, was always super sporty. And they always made Ashley so girly that it yeah. kind of never felt 
you know, like relatable. It was like, uh, I'm not like that. I like sports, you know? Um, so I always thought that Mary Kate was definitely the superior twin, if that's a thing. I say you're both wrong and it's Elizabeth, <laughs> the unknown, the oh. unknown twin to triplet. <laughs> I mean, she might be the, she is the best actor out of all of them. She's the most successful. Turns out. I'd say oh. overall. No, right? no, no, not true. Oh, th- she'd made a billion dollars by now with Marvel. No, no, with no, Marvel? no, no. Not with Marvel? No, I don't think so. Don't think I so? think Mary Kate and Ashley were... They were so rich, mega so stars. rich when they turned 18, they didn't have to act ever again, ever again. Yeah, but they were done. Why would they? Elizabeth Olsen yeah, had to, so has to keep acting. Stuff. Yeah. And then they oh, went straight yeah. into fashion. You know how much straight money you have fashion. to have to be into fashion? Yeah. A lot a of lot. money. A lot. A lot. I'd say, yeah, the better actor for sure is Elizabeth. Shout out to the MKAA, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen Association. Is that real? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that we should start it. I should start that website. Even though... That'd be kind of creepy. That'd be kind of creepy. Just a bit. I mean, not creepy nowadays because they're like our age. They're older. They're like 35. That's why I never had a chance. I always said that if they were my exact age, I would have a chance. But they have too much wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the truth. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, let's, let's, let's get well, right into we're gonna it. We're going to get into it. Let's get right into it. Let's dive right into It Takes Two. Kyle, you want to give us the tomato meter? Sure. It's uh, 8%. 8%. Another eight percenter. I feel like we should have a club for real rotten with eight percent. We have a lot of eight percent movies. A little bit of a discrepancy. Sixty percent audience. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. See, there we That's go. That's straight nostalgia score right there. <laughs> no, it's people looking that at that movie around to me and going, "Oh, that was a great movie when I was six. I'm going to say yeah." One hundred thirty-five thousand awesome. ratings. Sixty percent. That's, That's pretty good. Four thousand spots brought to you by the Mary Kate and Ashley <laughs> Association. That's really what that is. <laughs> Uh, if we're going to talk about Mary Kate and Ashley um, uh, nostalgia for a second, I just want to say my favorite Mary Kate and Ashley um, memory of all time. Well, there's there's tons of them because we used to watch all <laughs> those really movies. Bad. But um, number one is the pizza song. Uh, they taught me the pizza song. Pizza song. P I Z Z A. I want some pizza. It was uh, one of their <laughs> sleepover videos. <laughs> <laughs> do you know which movie? Gina, do you know what I'm talking about? Please tell me. Kyle, look up the pizza. I, am. I don't remember. The pizza one. Fuck. I remember, but, um, Olsen and Olsen Detective Agency. Oh yeah. my Olsen god! All, all time. times by dinner time. <laughs> so um, and the brother song, the like brother for sale. <laughs> wow, the detective agency. I haven't, I haven't thought about that in years. What about uh, another one about uh, me and Kyle were reminiscing about the them being young witches. Doyle, uh, toil, toil, uh, double trouble. Whatever yeah, it's called. Double, yeah, double, the Halloween one. And... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, double, double, toil and trouble. The original Halloween Town. If we're going to be serious, Ooh, Disney no, has ripped off so many Olsen <laughs> twins movies. It's <laughs> we're going to get insane. into that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, what's the what's the ro- uh, Rotten Tomatoes blurb there, buddy boy? Or should I just say it? Go for it. All right, you should say it, Nick, since you wrote it. Robbie Bass and DJ Easy Rock told us it takes two to make things go right, but this unpleasant Olsen Twins comedy proves that the opposite can also be true. Wow. Wow. This guy, whoever wrote this, really liked, uh, mad really res- liked that song. Mad respect to the person who wrote this because they got Bass to drop rock. a It Takes Two um, reference, which is my number three favorite uh, intro song for couples when I DJ weddings. That's great. Uh, I like it. Number one is Bring Em Out by T.I., which is just <laughs> usual. Bust a move. Number two is uh, Now That We Found Love. Now That We mm. Found Love. That's just a banger. But oh, that's ta- a good one. It Takes Two is number three. I like I like Now That We Found Love. That's the that's the, that's the the one I'd come out to. Yeah. Given the choice. Until you hear Bring Him Out. 
And then you're like, damn, bring him out. Bring him out. Uh, my older Where relatives <laughs> my older relatives would 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 pitch a fit. <laughs> well, you play the censored version. <laughs> okay. You know me in censorship. Uh, movie blurbs. Nick, what do you got? Uh, Hal Henson wrote, With their peris- perilously wide Walter Keen eyes, the Olsen twins are cute enough, but compared with other child performers, their charms seem forced. I can't resonate with that. I don't know who Walter Keen is. I don't know who Walter Keen is, I don't but know I, what do, perilously I did means. watch this movie a couple times in the last couple days, and... In the first watch, I had to pause and be like, are their eyes actually that big? <laughs> they, it's like half their face. <laughs> they're gigantic when they're babies. Yeah. Their eyes are, are Did three you know quarters that eyes, of their face. Yeah, I only just found out that eyes are always the same size. They never grow. Mm-hmm. So that's why babies always have weird bug eyes. They bug out. Nobody told me this. That's I guess that's why I'm a man. Huh? That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, why would you I didn't that? know that. You didn't know that? Okay, thank God. A new fun fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people's eyes don't grow. <laughs> Weird. Just, that just sounds. That just sounds bad. You know up. what? You know what grows bones. bones Hard grow. bones grow. Mm-hmm. Gr- bones grow, but eyes don't. Nails. Does, nails grow. Something that doesn't make sense to me. Nails shouldn't grow. They should just stay there forever. Nails grow after you die. Yeah. Too. Like your hair and your nails. Hair and your growing. nails grow. Man, that's why the ghosts in my apartment always have like the weirdest long nails. <laughs> like, dude, you need a haircut. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 coke addicts from the '80s who who died in your penthouse apartment. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the penthouse people. Shout out penthouse life. Hashtag penthouse life. Um, my blurb uh, from from a uh, famous movie critic uh, Barbara Schulgasser of the <laughs> SF Chronicle. Made up name. Made sure, up name sure, alert. <laughs> sure. Kirstie Alley, who is one of the best comic actresses around, does her best to liven things up, but this movie belongs to the kids. In general, she's fighting a losing battle. I think she, I think they're all fighting a losing battle in this movie. I think they're, the losing battle is uh, anyone trying to act versus the, the Olsen twins. No. The only thing losing in this movie is boredom. You boredom put, is out. <laughs> you could have put Laurence Olivier in the role of the butler, and he could have been nominated for an Oscar, and he would have lost <laughs> because Olsen twins are just too powerful. To, to, to make them succeed. And nobody knows who Laurence Olivier is, if that's even a real man. <laughs> that is just an asshole suggestion. Gina, did you happen to write a blurb? No worries if you didn't. Or find a blurb. I did, I did. Oh, find yeah, one, yeah. I, I, I like have notes. I was ready. Um, who's your, who's your person? James Sanford. Okay. James Sanford, and he said, to quote one of the characters, we mustn't, we mustn't. And Hell so he paid yeah. enough attention to uh, quote it. So I thought that was pretty, pretty ballsy. Yeah. No, no. If you're a good, if you're a good critic and you want to bash a movie, you definitely have to quote that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's time for one of our favorite segments uh, with uh, one of our legends, Aug Ebert with Ebert. Two I'm really happy that Ebert took the time to review this movie. He did. The fact that Ebert watched it takes two means a lot to me. This is probably post Siskel action too. So he's he probably needed to pick me up post uh post Gene Siskel. Yeah, he, he was like, "Oh man, my best friend and critic friend just died and I had to watch Major League 2. So time for it takes two. Yeah, yeah, that's another that's another callback. This he is, he gave it 2 out of 4 stars, which is actually pretty good. 
Oh no, actually, uh, Gene Siskel died in '99. So this is like the, <laughs> maybe this is like the diagnosed in '95. We've like the fourth mention. episode. You guys have brought this up. <laughs> right. We forgot to mention that uh, this is episode 91. We are doing the '90s and '90s. In case you haven't picked up on it, uh, the we did Major League Two, uh, '90s film, and uh, another '90s film today. And for the next seven, how eight, eight? episodes, yeah, we're going to do '90s movies. Um, so if you have a favorite '90s movie, please email us at we don't care at gmail. <laughs> no, no, please give us suggestions. We need all the help we yeah. can get. We don't care at genomail.com. Speaking of which, uh, Ajibert with Ebert. He wrote, uh, it's so feather-brained and lightweight, it's, it almost elevates its inconsequence into a style. It's so feather-brained and lightweight, it almost elevates its inc- Ebert's big on inconsequential movies. He loves calling a movie so nothing that it didn't, it had, it had nothing... It didn't contribute anything to society. He says that this movie is so contributes so little of anything that it actually does it so well that it contributes everything. I think the that's what I'm reading into it. I don't know if you guys agree. <laughs> I, I think you're onto something there. I think it's uh, I think it's one step more than that. The 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 consequence, positive consequence to come from this movie is Disney executives realize let's just reboot the Parent Trap and make three times as much <laughs> money from this. And uh, we're going to talk we about go. the Parent Trap. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the fucked up piece of movie that Parent Trap is. <laughs> wow, that's. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm that's just a, saying. That's a broad statement. Uh, but first, quick break. This episode has been brought to you by Tiny's Tacos. Hey, I'm, uh, hey, my name's Tiny. Uh, I come from uh, East Philadelphia, and you know what I've enjoyed in the past uh, the past six months while I've been in California? Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. You say I'm crazy, right? No, I'm I'm being serious. We like trash food in East Philadelphia, so we're gonna enjoy Jack in the Box twice as much. And they introduced me to mini tacos, so you know what I decided? I'm gonna make my own mini tacos, but make them with cheesesteak filling, and, and and introduce them to the East Philadelphia crowd. So come by to Tiny's Taco today. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. That was a real sponsor. Uh, we we are eating free Jack in the Box tiny tacos as we speak. Um, they are. They don't give us money. They're so average. It's uh, it's unbelievable. They don't give us money. <laughs> they're tiny tacos. I do love tiny foods in general. Gina, what's your favorite tiny food? A tiny version of a big food. Maybe like a cupcake. Oh, a oh, mini yeah. cupcake. Yes, cup, cake? cupcakes do count. Yeah, they, they, they are mini cupcake. I don't yeah, know. What are your guys'? No, cupcake counts, I think. I think that it feels like it's against the rules, but I think it's also the greatest idea. You're going to call me crazy. Mini peanut butter cups. Not the regular size. You mean the mini size. Like the like the ones that you get in the uh, in the old uh, Halloween bag. Did you freeze those? Yeah, freezing. Freeze the Hell minis. yeah. Oh, dang. Give me frozen chocolate peanut butter all day. Oh, and you put it in ice cream and you make moose tracks? To this day! Oh, man. I've been thinking about moose tracks a lot lately. Big moose track guy, I guess. I get it. I love it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm just saying you're, you're a big moose track I'm guy. I'm going pizza rolls. I think it's a tiny calzone. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. It's a baby calzone. Why don't they market them as tiny calzones? Oh, my God. They should be called baby cows. <laughs> yeah. Baby yeah. cows, calzones. Ca- what about calzinis? Wow. Oh, man. We should calzinis. start We should start calzinis. <laughs> hey, Betty Crocker. Are you tired of Are you tired of calzones that are too big for your mouth? Hey, it's t- tiny from Tiny's Tacos. Let's <laughs> make some uh, calzinis. Uh, what is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't speak Italian. I just think there's a million calzones. Anyway, it's time for the facts. Kyle, uh, can you... <laughs> We're going to the yeah. fact corner. Kyle is going to give us all the facts about this movie. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, here we go. Uh, it Takes Two. Oh, that's the movie? Yeah, released <laughs> November 17th, 1995. 
Nick, November- did you see it for your birthday? <laughs> I, I might have. <laughs> Let me see. It's part of Nick Vember. Let me, yep, it's part of Nick Vember. It's two days before my sixth birthday, so it's a pretty big deal for me. Yeah. I, uh, How old was Meg? I think I had a mixed gender birthday party that year. As you um, should. Yeah, big deal for me. Um, what, you didn't have them before? A girl might have came. Wow. I think Sarah Hugo came. So shout out to Sarah Hugo, who does not listen to this wow. podcast, hopefully. Wow. Um, I'm just going to look up what movies came out this year. Kyle, All you right. Can keep going. Uh, rated PG. Rated PG. Yeah, P- great. PG film. So it's, so it's the same rating as Major League Two. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, nuts. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, keywords. Mistaken identity. Identity swapping. Nylon stockings. Unbelievable. And the only reason I think they put nylon stockings in it is because the the wedding scene. Child 100%. plays matchmaker. Ma- oh, big surprise there. Oh, Casino came out November 22nd. Oh, That's dang. probably what I saw for my sixth birthday. <laughs> okay. Casino, Casino with Robert De Niro. Big Sharon Stone guy. <laughs> big Sharon Stone guy. Yeah. And then finally, embarrassment. Embarrassment, which goes along with the nylon stockings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really uh, emphasize the only lewd scene in the entire film. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> Child plays matchmaker. I we need to do more of those. Movies. First of all, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah very into um, that. Like atonement. That's a very good atonement. Child <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wow, atonement. Very underrated. Child's plays matchmaker movie. Right? Actually, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, <laughs> was it Pokemon the third movie? Or uh, there's a there's a Ash tries to make one Pokemon fall in love so they can breed or something. I don't know. Uh, Matchstick men. Uh, that child. That's not true at all. <laughs> um, uh, 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 what's that? What's that movie? That Mike Nichols movie? The Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one with uh, Michael Shannon. The Midnight Express, not Midnight Express. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The it's Polar Express. The Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> all aboard. Right. I think I think we're all getting heat stroke. Um, <laughs> Taglines. There's only one. Kyle, take it away. Two identical No, strangers. do better, okay. do it better, do it better. Okay, what, how do you want me to do it? Do it in the voice. Two identical strangers, two different worlds, one perfect match. Wow. Oh, yeah, you got to end in like the 90s way. <laughs> two yeah. identical strangers, wow. <laughs> now I know why, how three identical strangers got its title. Uh, tag, you're it, Nick. Um, so it's on a movie poster. You you see the movie poster. You see the Olsen twins. You see that cake or whatever it is. And then you look at the bottom and it says, it's the 90s. We're the Olsen twins. And then you're like, Sold. children, get in my van. We are going to see this movie. Get in my window, this oh, no. van. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking to stranger children. I'm talking to my Speeds personal children. Miles per hour <laughs> your your no. ch- children that you had when that's you were three when, years old. That's when Deb looks at me and she says, Nick, your sixth birthday party has been planned. <laughs> we are getting in this van. Which was a town and country, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, and we are we are going to the cinema. I had a Plymouth Voyager. It was the same car as a as a Chrysler Town and Country. <laughs> that's it's just a different. That's, that sounds like it's not true. Actually, it's very true. <laughs> Look it up, Kyle. You're you're lacking on your on your fat quarter. I mean, I found the pizza song, but I don't want to play it. We're gonna, we're, that'll <laughs> be our outro. Pizza. <laughs> Send that to me. I'll play it as an outro. Uh, my tag is uh, this little mat- matchmaker may have met her match herself. Oh, so it's a science fiction movie. Yeah, I get it. Well, it's a yeah, because it's a <laughs> doppelganger. How how else is there? No, I, I like it. Fiction? I like it. Uh, Gino, you got a tag. I do. Um, surprisingly, not a sequel to it. The scary clown. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it takes two. <laughs> it takes two it more takes children. Two. <laughs> <laughs>
No, that was good. No, was... I would probably see that actually. As a six year old. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't. But as an adult, if I if it said surprisingly not the sequel, I'd be like, I need to know more. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know more. Yeah. That's yeah. uh the theoretical budget of this film. <laughs> uh Kyle, what is it? Sorry, I was actually looking up. Well, you're fired. Hands. Theoretical <laughs> budget is a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I put in a hundred million because I figured uh, Gutenberg's probably forty five. At least twenty. Yeah, Kirstie Alley is probably like thirty five. Twenty five a piece for the Olsons. Yeah. Um, and then they're in Canada. Obviously, everything's three times as expensive. A hundred million dollars. Uh, <laughs> no way. Gross total gross. Nineteen point five. Nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half million. I, I, I gotta wonder if this is a twenty million dollar. It probably made a lot more money on VHS because we probably had three of those by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Why did you have three? <laughs> it takes two. You have to have two. It's a. It's a why three? <laughs> I'll ask again. Why three? Because you lose one. Oh, okay. In the move. All right. Well, speaking <laughs> of trivial moments, Gina, uh, what's your what's your trivial moment of the movie? Or do you have a favorite trivia? No, I really didn't because I. Uh... I guess the only one was that the butler, and I don't remember his actor name, was in Three Men and a Baby. Philip uh, Bosco. But Philip Bosco. There wasn't Bosco. a ton of great, yeah, there wasn't a ton of great trivia, unless I didn't dig hard enough. But no, you're like, right. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no, no, there's fair. There's fair <laughs> observations that we're going to bring up. But no, uh, a lot of the trivia was people just being like, hey, I noticed something. I don't want to be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite trivia was... Did you see um, all the people that were considered for the roles? That yeah. Oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. Oh, okay, cool. That, <laughs> was, the, that was easily the best part of the trivia. Yeah. My favorite trivia was that the horse chase scene... This is obviously not a fact. <laughs> it's not a fact the way this is written. The person wrote this that during the horse chase scene between Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg, it can, clear, it can be clearly seen that they are indeed the ones doing their own riding stunts in almost every clip of that scene. That's what it says verbatim. <laughs> but this person just saw 60 that. 60 people thought it was interesting. 60 people interesting. were very into that idea. I believe it's. I believe someone ha- was at a dinner party and had a argument like there's no way steve gutenberg got a stuntman i'm telling you and then and then he he posted on imdb he he paid for the pr- premium subscription posted that on imdb and then 60 people bought into it and now the lie is real i think but i, I believe gutenberg for sure was on horseback kirstie alley way more questionable <laughs> no she for sure was she not when the horse bucked when the horse bucked that was that was stunt double yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's no way no actor that was do that. that scene was like cut from Black Stallion. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. they just they just inserted that one part of the Black Stallion yeah. into this movie. Yeah, you're, I think you're right there. Um, my, so there's a couple pieces uh, besides the considerations, but but real quick, uh, real quick, the first scr- draft of the script by the by the quote unquote writer Deborah Dean Davis was never ever read by the director Triple D. Yeah, Deborah Dean Davis. Deborah Dean Davis. So this is her only movie she's written. Uh, she's written a lot of TV. We're gonna get into that. But um, Tenet picked up this. Picked up the script. Was like, oh, this is just this is just shit. Uh, rewrote it. Writers Guild wouldn't give him credits to it. Uh, Wait, so Ky- the- Kyle. First of all, we're talking about Andy Tenet, right? Andy Tenet, not Tenet the movie. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, sorry, oh, we didn't mean to get your hopes tenet, up. Tenet, not Tenet. Tenet is not coming out. Not I'm tenet. sorry, Kyle. Sorry, not Tenet. We just. Kyle got really excited over yeah, there. Sorry. I could tell he was... Sorry to burst that bubble there, yeah, buddy. It's okay. Okay, keep going. Uh, so Tenet rewrites the script with a couple of the couple of the producers, uh, but can't get uh, writing credits because the Writers Guild puts, uh, puts weird rules on receiving credits. But none of Davis's dialogue was ever used in the movie. <laughs> so I got to wonder, what movie did they write? <laughs> 
A lot more questions. What if hers was like a rated R? Script to the Parent yeah. Trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, I just adapted the Parent Trap, and then uh, Disney saw the script. Was like, all right, we're gonna shelve this, and then put some put some flute <laughs> flunky on it for three years. Um, Dean Davis's actual words were like, "I'm Lindsay Lohan. I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your British doppelganger." <laughs> Um, Steve Martin, Kurt, uh, Steve Martin, Kurt Russell, Tim Matheson, Rick Moranis, Tim Allen, Michael Bean, Jonathan Frakes, Pierce Brosnan, Jim Belushi, Mel Gibson, Dennis Quaid, Tom Hanks, uh, uh, Hugh Grant, Chevy Chase, Michael Keaton, Richard Dreyfuss, <laughs> Bill Murray, John Goodman, Brian Cranston, Gary Oldman, John Ritter, and Bruce Willis all considered the role of Roger Calvin. <laughs> That's insane. That's to name a few. I left out a lot, like John Travolta and Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, what a movie. There's no way. There's there, no way. I yeah. mean, they considered, which means they each received the script. <laughs> they either received the script or the producer was in the in the writer and was like, what about Robin? What, oh, no. What about uh, what about Mel? What about Mel? No? <laughs> All right. How about Gutenberg? And yeah, right, and they got Gutenberg. stuck with Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, the role for Vincenzo, John Candy was first considered, but then he died. Oh. <laughs> And then they're like, and then they asked, and then it was Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci, Bob Hoskins, Harvey Keitel, Rowan Atkinson, Lawrence Tierney, Charles. I can't even keep going with this list. I, that's where the budget. That's incredibly. where the hundred million dollar budget went. <laughs> yeah. It's like we'll give you a million dollars if you read the script. No, I'm out. I'm out. The women, the people for Kirstie Alley's part is also insane. Insane. It's just Julia Louis Dreyfus, but Seinfeld wouldn't let her out of her contract. I mean, that's in quotations. Yeah, sure. Uh, Gina Davis, she Kim Cattrall, Mary Louise instead. Parker, Sandra Bullock, Michelle Pfeiffer. They just found lists of women yeah. that were very successful during <laughs> this, this time. This is questionable trivia. But let's each pick um, one set of three of those those three roles really quick. Uh, the the role of Kirstie Alley, the role of Gutenberg, and the role of Vincenzo. I'm going to give you the and quick answer. And it has answer. to be from these lists. I'm going to give you the quick answer. It's the same person, all three roles. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we are a Kurt Russell podcast. I mean, I'm a Kurt Russell you podcast. You are personally a Kurt self-sustained, Russell sustained Self-sustained love emitting from this uh, corner of the globe for Kurt Russell. Okay, well, I would never watch that movie. That movie would be terrible. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. <laughs> uh, I think I think you're very wrong. <laughs> Gina. Give it, give it, give us the lineup. Um, okay, I think for Roger Calloway, I'd go with Jeff Goldblum. Ooh. I feel like he could seem a little bit more sincere. Coming off, fresh um, off Jurassic Park action too. Yeah. yeah. Have a sh- like we should have a shirtless scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the lake should be shirtless. Uh, for Vincenzo, I mean, give me some Christopher Walken. He's on the list. And for Diane, man. I feel like I'd be okay with like Joan Cusack. She'd be funny. I don't That'd know. be She's good. Like, no, she'd be way funnier than yeah. Christie Alley. Yeah, Christie Alley. Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. Okay. I I see it. Nick? Christopher Walken as the as as the butler as Vincenzo great butler would be Academy Award winner. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one getting the nom, not Lawrence Olivier. Two, Olivia. two little twin mice fall in a bucket of cream. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about Mary Kay and Ashley. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're identical strangers, and they turn that cream. Whoa, that's two of you. <laughs> you gotta put on this dress. Cocktails are at five. Okay, I'm gonna go. Um, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sandra Bullock because she she would nice. work well with kids. 
She this seems was a good. She seems like she'd be a good camp counselor. No, she was good. Slash, Ca- like orphanage owner. <laughs> Coming off good comedic roles in the early nineties, including Speed. Uh, Danny DeVito is for sure uh, Vincenzo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he has to wear the penguin. Uh, yeah. Pants. <laughs> yeah, he has no thumbs. Yeah, only thumbs. <laughs> only, o- thumbs. only thumbs. Thumbs and paddles. Um, and then my guy is Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom. Yeah, mm. charismatic. Yeah, except Tom would be a way better dad than Steve Gutenberg, which we'll get into. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't believe that that he was a, a bad absentee rich rich dad. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, Tom Hanks, I'd be like, no, you're not a bad dad. All right, Kyle, give us some more facts there, buddy. Uh, writer, director, producers. We have director Andy Tennant. Andy Tennant. Tennant. Uh, yeah, not ten. Sorry, not ten- tenet. Kyle. Sorry, <laughs> not, not tenet. tenet. Yeah, not tenet. sorry, Kyle. It's gonna come out. I swear, one day, Eventually. one day you're gonna see it. Sure. <clears throat> uh, uh, this, this is directorial debut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also directed classic rom-coms, I might add. Fool's Russian, Sweet Home Alabama, Fool's Gold, Hitch, and then you have Ever After, which is not a ro- uh, comedy, but it is a romance. Good movie. Yeah. I just watched Sweet Home Alabama, too. Great movie. I just rewatched it. Mm. Um, it's a rewatchable film. Fantastic. I like Fool's Russian. I watched Legally Blonde and Sweet Home Alabama back-to-back. Wow. Big Reese. Big Reese yeah, I weekend. Know, I don't know how it happened, but wow. it did. And uh, was Deb there? I loved every second of it. Was Deb there? No, she was not. Oh, That's more of a Meg lineup than uh, a Deb lineup. Oh, yeah, and Meg wasn't there. Deb would be like Diane Keaton on mm, repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Shout out to Mother's Day. Uh, writers. We have Deborah Dean Davis. Which, Davis. which I talked about in that story. She didn't really write this film, uh, <laughs> but she wrote, many, she wrote on many TV shows like Knight Rider, Incredible Hulk, Fantasy Island. Wait, so she got the credit, though? She got the credit because she turned in the the first draft of the script, but none of her dialogue is in the movie. Her action sequences, I guess, were left in. <laughs> I, look, I don't work for the writers' guild. Take it up with them. Okay. <laughs> Cinematographer Kyle. Uh, we have Kenneth Zunder. Ah, Kenny Z, the big Zunder. Uh, Kenny Z, close, closely related to Kenny G. Uh, little people don't know that. It's not true at all. Yeah, um, he's the he's the Thunder named Kenneth Zunder. Um, wrote on the closer, Major Crimes, and uh, uh, and the game. Um, uh, or not wrote on. Uh, uh, shot on many shows, including the closer, Major Crimes, and the game. Oh, uh, the game with uh, Finch. BET. Classic show. Oh, the game. Yeah, the game. <laughs> Not Fincher. The game. Yeah, the with game Michael, with Mike Doug. Yeah, with not, not with Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. Whatever. And directed by David Fincher. Yeah, jerk. Now it's time for the real rotten recap. Gina, do you want to describe the? Can you please uh, describe the plot of this movie? Yeah, give us the movie. <laughs> we. I feel like you're more dedicated to this Ooh. movie. I feel like you got it. I'll. Uh, I'll okay. fill in. Okay, after. I can get a little wordy. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Do I have a time limit? Yes, we'll give you a time limit so that way, 90 seconds, that way you don't get too crazy. Yeah, I'll give okay. you 90 seconds here. Or should I just do two minutes? Like two minutes. Like two minutes. Two minutes recap. You get two minutes. In the 90s, there are two identical strangers. Amanda Lennon, Lemon is a nine year old orphan in Brooklyn who's about to be adopted by this terrible family called the Butt Kisses. Is Butt Kisses. Butt Kisses? Yep. Who are a pretty icky family. And we could probably get into that later. Um, who 
Um, she has a great uh, social worker or orphanage worker, um, Diane, who is unmarried. How dare she? Um, <laughs> right? And they get along really great. Diane totally wants to adopt her, but cannot because she makes no money and isn't married, which is so sad. <laughs> Very nice. about it. And then there is there is Amanda Calloway, whose father owns this like cell, Calloway Cellular, which is like very like forward thinking, I think, for yeah. the uh, 90s. Um, he uh, is like super bougie rich and he owns this like camp and then on a lake and on the lake there's, uh, you know, his giant house and to Amanda's surprise, she comes back from boarding school. I think, or camp, only to realize that her wealthy father is definitely getting engaged or getting married to like the worst woman ever who always plays this sort of character, Clarice Kensington. She's like a New York socialite. Um, obviously, you know, Amanda and oh, it's Alyssa Calloway. Yeah. They are just, you know, neither of them are very happy in their situations. Um, and upon chance, they're both at this lake at the same time and they run into each other and they're like, oh my gosh, like if your dad met my seconds. great <laughs> orphanage taker, caretaker, they would totally, you know, fall in love. And so they start all these crazy plots to get them to meet. And, you know, thir- three times meeting someone, you're going to want to marry them. Um, so everything works out in the end, but, you know, a lot a lot of hijinks ensue and classic one-liners thrive. Wow, under 10 seconds. Congratulations on that. Yeah, I was worried. I was worried. I was worried for you in the beginning because we were <laughs> we hadn't, meandering. We hadn't yet started the movie, but then you really closed it out. <laughs> Hilarious. No, no. It was, um, it was fantastic. You made a lot of good points. We should talk about all those all those things that you <laughs> that you mentioned. First off, biggest biggest question I have, biggest gripe that I have. How they managed to make the parent trap okay, without getting sued by Disney. Oh, go ahead. Well, the parent trap was a remake. Yeah, but but they made uh, the parent trap was but this is sold as an original idea. And this is the same movie. This is the same <laughs> damn movie oh, with, without. Yeah. Oh, should the Disney so, have sued so for this? Disney should have sued so because they have the original IMDb. script. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, per IMB, IMBD, this is like based on the Prince and the Pauper, which I think is like. That's a Mark, that's Twain. Yeah, but but the, but what yeah. my point of so contention? So I think is, the difference is like these are strangers versus like we are two siblings who were separated at birth, <laughs> which is yeah. somehow more terrible. Is Man in the Iron Mask? Um, is that twins separated at birth, or are those two different guys? Know. No, those are they're twins separated at birth. They're twins because Leonardo, one, yeah, only one's one the good king. king. Yeah, yeah, one can only be king. And they're they're both Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, both DiCaprio. Oh man, love that double Leos. Yeah, tell me more. Oh, great movie. Sign me up, Kyle. That Kyle movie is very long. Movie. The, um, yeah, the, yeah, we're gonna get into that. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, I feel like that's why Disney pulled the pulled the trigger three years later and made the Parent Trap and remade the Parent Trap if they, if they would. They they own the intellectual property. They could have sued them and be like, "Hey, Olsen twins, we owned you guys before you made this movie." No, but they're not twins in the movie. They're identical strangers. <laughs> that's the biggest uh, that. But the exact I, same man, age. Man, they look exactly alike. Yeah, somehow <laughs> genetically made. From different ends of the world. It's just so it's Kyle, just so unreal to me. Kyle, parent trap. Understand how that happens. Kyle forgets that one time on Bart, I saw a lady with the exact <laughs> same face as Kyle. Yeah, it was an old woman, and she had Kyle's but exact. We face. weren't the same age like they are in this movie. Yeah, but Kyle, and they look exactly I sent the you same. a picture, and you said, "Did you Photoshop my face onto <laughs> this lady?" This she had the same face, so it's possible. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is it's possible. They're the same face. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, perfect. That's good. Perfect drop. Um, my other, my other. Uh, let's gripe. do. Let's do a, real quick. Let's do a parent trap versus uh, it takes two. Right. Um, what do we think? Easy content. Easy winner here is parent trap. Just based on the the, the strength of the script and storyline alone, albeit unbelievable, but not as unbelievable as this. <laughs> not as unbelievable as. Basically, having the same genetic code and and living in the same country. What's more likely to happen? Parents separating twins and never letting them ever meet, or two people running into each other around the same age that look very, very similar? Humans can be so bitter. I believe the first story over the second. I I agree with that as well. Gina, what do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely, I think the parent trap would happen more. Well, did you guys see Three Identical Strangers? We did. We're going to talk about (laughs) that. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, obviously that wasn't their parents separating them and like not allowing them to see each other, but I feel like it's got to happen more than we think is where twins are separate at birth, maybe. Especially back then. And then find each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Like nowadays it's more and more and more impossible. It's probably happening. They're finding each other now because of the DNA test. Exactly. They're like, oh, wait, didn't you already take this test? (laughs) And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Would you be happy to... Here, here, We're going to do a would you rather. Might as well drop it real quick. Uh, Would you rather be happy to know that you have a long-lost twin that that you've been separated from your entire life and you found out through a DNA test or through a DNA test uh, you're a relative of a serial killer? <laughs> oh, huh. yeah, yeah. That's is a big the moan. first one? Is it because my parents hated us? <laughs> yeah, I'm just get, I'm just Did leaving it? it out there. No generaliz. I'm just generalizations. I can't ask if our parents hated us and our parents hated each other. And we'll, they we'll play us. the parent. We'll play the parent <laughs> trap, and then you talk to your parents, and your mom's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't like that guy." I'd like to be related to a serial killer, as long as it's not my favorite relative, Nick Manson. Everybody. <laughs> Gina, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably just go with the twin or the sibling. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I don't know something about being super related to a serial killer. That's no a wor- I know, but that's a world changing moment when you think about it. It's a it's a life changing moment when you realize like everything you've basically known is not true. Like you always that's thought true. that you were alone, and then but meanwhile you got fucking Uncle Charlie killing people in the sixties, <laughs> and you don't know, resonate with it because you've never seen him your entire life. <laughs> And then you get to tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm related to that guy. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't know if I like that. You're right. I'm going to go with the twin. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I want uprooted <laughs> life-changing moments. No, you would, would just be like, hey, you're related to my guy. No, you would just be like, wow, cool. Whoa. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you could mend some relationships if you were like, okay, like, we, you know, I understand my parents separated us for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, you could probably, with some, maybe some therapy and stuff, mend those relationships with the parents who separated you and, you know, your estranged sibling, whoever they are. I feel like if you have, like, a family member that's, like, a straight-up serial killer, like, I don't know yeah. how you, like, I don't know how you come back from that, you know? I don't know if there's enough conversations that you could have to be like, oh, like, a serial killer was in my house. Like, I don't know. Just Yeah, just you would definitely things. replay, like, every moment you've ever had with them, and then he's like, Man, he taught me how to use a knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Man, I cut the shit out of that pork one. <laughs> okay, we, we can move past uh, this this conversation. Uh, and then just one one quick shout-out. Yeah, just to just to end the segue. One quick shout-out. Ca- Callaway Cellular may be one of the best names of a fake business in movie history. Because you can pronounce it as Callaway because the dude's last name is Callaway. But he specifically went into the cellular business to, to call his business Callaway. Callaway Cellular. Oh, Callaway. Come yeah. on, guys. Oh, damn. Callaway Callaway. What a great name. I didn't even make that. Uh, that uh, what a marketing genius. Of, uh, golf. 
Callaway. Yeah, that's what I was. That's a callaway golf because you call out four every time you hit a callaway. That's a dumb joke for golf that I know nothing about. Can we talk about when he's when he's like, oh, if you notice, I don't carry the damn thing. It's like, yeah. Stand It's like, sir, this is terrible marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah really? That's what, that's what I was. Like, I was, then why are you? Ugh. I'm making billions <laughs> off people getting brain cancer. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. How does there? How does anybody reach him at work? <laughs> but so he he never sees his he. So he's already like very rich. How rich is this guy? He's like extremely rich. If you're making billions in the 90s, you're uber duper ultra mega rich. And he's he's only going to get more rich as long as he doesn't get like AT&T, you know. Yeah, if he gets or like, like well, he'll get no, bought out no, like Pac Bell. No, he'll get bought out <laughs> like he'll get bought out by Pac Bell and then just just invest his stocks into into another telecommunications company, yeah, which would right. be like Apple or yeah. something like that, and then just make another billion or trillion dollars. He's 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 crafty. This Gutenberg character is crafty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just that not good with his women. Spend time with your daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, too focused on your business, not enough on uh, on real life. And marrying oh, marrying uh, big bad witches. Now it's time to get uh, now it's time to get uh, no, crisscross applesauce. There's a lot more we have to talk about. So, yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. There's a little little bit of brief moment here. Get crisscross applesauce because it's camp corner. Uh, Nick, what's your take on camp? I thought this summer camp looked really fun. Looked a lot of fun. This is what camp looks they had, like to me. They had pottery. Yeah. You got to go fishing? Yeah, a giant lake to go on. There's lots of lakes. Yeah. Lots of Boats. canoes. That's really what I remember most about this movie is the the camp scenes and being like, man, my mom never sends me to camp. And then being, yep. and they do charades. like Food the, fight. The boys versus girls they charades. Food the fight. food fight. How, yeah. how, how prevalent is that in actual camp? And the camp? lake. Yeah. Camp Sloppy Joe, food fight. This I've is our second, wanted to do this that is our second this movie. camp movie. We did heavyweights first. Yeah, yeah. Heavyweights was a hell camp movie. Oh, no, movie. that's... Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Ben Stiller? <laughs> no, that's Big Green. I was thinking Big They didn't oh, have yeah. a food fight in that movie. They had a food orgy. <laughs> so so there's the difference between those two films. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kirstie Alley. Her outfits in this movie. <laughs> Outrageous, Gina. What what did you think of the '90s fashion? You're a little more adept than I think we are. I thought, you know, they definitely dressed the Olsen twins as we would dress as kids. I thought that was spot on. I even on yeah. my little note, I said the outfits '90s on fire. Uh, I thought the Olsen <laughs> twins looked great. I think Clarice, they definitely made her look like, you know, a totally crazy rich person. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's one scene where she's wearing, like. She's wearing like a like a I think it's Chanel like earrings matched with like a crazy Chanel necklace and they're so like huge and chunky and that one outfit she wears that kind of looks like a seashell bra like they yeah the, that's the like first the first outfit yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like they killed it but I would agree that um, Christiali wore some like really strange stuff and I can't <laughs> help but think. Yeah. And this is, I don't know, like, I don't want to be like, you know, I'm, I'm not like body shamer, but I just like wondered if like, this is when maybe, you know, she's been really public about like her weight gain. Like, I yep. wonder if this was maybe at a time where she was going through that and they yep. just were trying to, to make her just not seem a certain way or she was maybe insecure about it. Yep. Um, but yeah, some of those pantsuits were just, just ridiculous. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> Oh, just yeah. just like I just I was like ah I just feel like she's a beautiful lady and we're just making her look so kind of drab and like uh, yeah it, it was the, questionable yeah no you're you're definitely on the nose there uh, her, this, hair, her hair was great her hair is fantastic her hair was oh, yeah. she always knew how to take care of her hair that's that that was never the issue 
the the issue was this was the start of her and her and her weight issues um this was like right on the cusp of her go- being like the spokesperson for Jenny Craig uh yeah. doing like Lane Bryant stuff um so yeah this well, when is- she when she finds Alyssa sitting on the rock um Ashley um She's wearing like jeans and a t-shirt tucked into her jeans. It's and not she, terrible. She looked good. Yeah, it's not. She yeah, didn't she look good. Great. She didn't look like big yeah. or anything. So I, that's why I was. One, the rest of the movie, they made it. They I think gave it was a, her loose. Every, that pink shirt she's wearing while she's riding is, oh, very bad. I think that's a producer <laughs> move more than her choosing her own wardrobe. I think the producers chose her wardrobe and and was like, no, she's not like I would the, hope so for a hundred million dollars. I mean, she's not like the <laughs> ideal body, so we gotta put frumpy clothes on her. <laughs> Gutenberg wore really bad outfits too. Yeah, but he's time. just he was just a victim of his time. <laughs> yeah, those like those he's wearing <laughs> threaded belts. He's wearing he's wearing like a tiny watch, tight shirts, tight pastel colors. Not not good. Doesn't even carry a cell phone to get any up to date fashion. Hey, you news. don't want brain cancer. <laughs> um, what else are we what else are we talking about? Are we talking about uh uh, uh are we talking about child labor laws in the nineties? Because they seem absent. <laughs> they seem absent. Like not, I'm not just talking about the, the the child acting in the film, but that but the roles of uh, I'm just putting the butt kisses in the spotlight yeah. here with the nine <laughs> yeah, children. The family. Yeah, we're just gonna adopt all these kids and then make them work in a scrapyard. That's that's legal. I do think that Callaway was a bad dad. Bad dad, right? Fair. He, first of all, he gets engaged without even introducing the fiance. They to don't his write child. to each other. They don't have phone calls wherever she's coming from from some Swiss boarding school or whatever. Like, how do they not correspond? Like, hey, by the way, I'm seeing this chick. I really like her. Like, that's that's like Donald Trump bullshit. That's yeah. not like Steve yeah. Gutenberg. But then, bullshit. but then when he's in the scene, he's so there. He's so present. Yeah, he's so like, like very well, nice. You're giving that, me mixed messages. Exactly. You're giving me mixed messages, Andy. He just can't. He's not just busy. Too, Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I think they do that a lot. They do like, oh, she's the evil. I mean, they do it in like the Parent Trap, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's like she's this evil, you know, gold digging woman. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's always like an evil stepmom thing. Where's the evil stepdads? Like, why is it always like the dad is marrying this like evil woman? Um, and it is the dad's fault. Like in both this movie and The Parent Trap, why wasn't the dad communicating to his daughter or like children about this very big life moment? Like I'm a child of divorce. Both my parents have been remarried. And the idea that like my neither of those parents would have never introduced me to like my new stepmom or stepdad is just it's bonkers like that does not happen like you always want your kid's opinion on like or at least for them to be in the know of like oh yeah like i'm marrying this person gonna be your stepmom like it's just it's so just not it doesn't happen it's just it's not relatable at all and it's really just it's 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 easy writing and it wasn't it wasn't done well takes you out of the movie i hear you could, yeah. could you imagine if one of your parents would do that? That would just it would absolutely be not. Un- <laughs> it would mean they don't care about you at all. If you were older, like if you're like 31 yeah. now, and you're like, oh, by the way, by the way, I'm getting married to this dude. It's like, okay, how long have you been dating him? Oh, I don't know, like a year. Okay, cool, that's great. Or if your old dad is marrying somebody like three years older than you, you could be like, I see why you didn't introduce me to this person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a way, rich people is... problem. Nothing I'll ever have to worry about. By the way, this is Greta. <laughs> She's your new mom. Uh, I want to talk about the horse riding scene. Legendary scene. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> so many things to It take set away. the tone for the whole movie. Um, Did it? Yes. The, uh, it was hilarious. I like the baseball Hol- scene at the beginning set okay, the tone. Okay, the, the baseball scene's good. That made me want to play stickball. And it, and it just deepened my Mary-Kate uh, alliance. 
but the horse riding scene <laughs> when Kirstie Alley is bumbling along and just like singing her singing song. America? <laughs> yeah. Singing Horse with No Name by America? <laughs> I'm really like, bouncing up and so down. So fucking funny. That, that is great. very good comedy. That's good Kirstie Alley right but there. But then... They both forget about both the kids that they came with. Like they, like she goes. Gutenberg's rambling. Gutenberg is like, oh yeah, uh, uh, oh, I she's got a great con- lady. I got a concussion. Like, and then he immediately forgets about his fiance. Doesn't mention anything about her. The thing we should give uh, Clarice credit for: she speaks four languages. She's yeah. a wedding planner. She's very accomplished. She actually is extremely intelligent, like capable woman. Yeah, just she, happens that she's not very yeah. nice. She's spoiled and narcissistic. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> not ideal, not ideal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we do need to give her credit that she is uh, actually very well read. She just is extremely mean to dead people's memories. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Any, anything else you wanted to add, Gina? Um, yeah, I just think these are two really irresponsible adults. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm a former camp counselor. You don't let the kids go anywhere without you. Like, kids just don't yeah, wander around, especially near a lake, especially if you're their uh, social worker. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like Diane is always just like popping off to go somewhere, and it's like, wait, no, get with you, the goots. you're literally working. <laughs> Trying to get goot. No you don't make any money. You're never there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, let's be real. Like we act like she. Sorry, and I'm not like you know. In the end, especially when the wedding scene where she wants to hit a child, I would never uh, <laughs> condone that. Um, like that got a little out of control. Yeah, like, she. She's she... not like so terrible like she wants to get married um no she is pretty terrible but like her haircut was very her haircut was not on her yeah yeah but i don't know he's like trying to cheat on her he's met this woman twice and is ready to like you know (laughs) give it all up all away it's like ugh, ugh. it's just it's a little rough but but maybe that's now that i'm older i see that like i as a kid i was like oh my gosh this is romance they are totally falling in love yeah. But uh, no, as an adult now, and be like, if I was engaged and my husband or my fiance was just like <laughs> alone with a woman and like almost kissing her, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty annoyed too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't move my language. You guys, sorry. I, I really, I swear I watched this movie as a kid and I loved it and I rewatched it this week. I really just was like, wow, like, I just, I don't like a lot of this. <laughs> it was a nostalgia thing. <laughs> I told you. Um, yeah. Like, you really can't just move a wedding just because. Like, that's just not how any of that works. Like, it's like, that's not real. I know it's the movie, but you can't just, like, move your wedding. But anyway. Maybe yeah. really rich people can. Maybe really rich people yeah, can. Yeah, I need St. Bart's tomorrow to get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's some pull. Uh, my final nomination for most ridiculous part of the movie is Ashley's... Um, should have had a British accent. <laughs> should have, they should have gone full Parent Trap <laughs> and made <laughs> made one of the twins do a British accent. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you laughed at me when I said that this is the Parent Trap. <laughs> you laughed at me. Um, actors, Kirstie Alley, which reminds me that uh, Kirstie Alley recently in the last year did uh, 25 Things You Don't Know About Me for uh, U.S. Magazine. Kyle. U.S. Magazine also does Us Us Weekly. <laughs> nope, it's U.S. because it's all of us. Oh, it's all yeah, of us. U.S. Yeah. is us. I just want to read a couple of these. Um, her number one is I throw up if I eat black-eyed peas. So there you go. If Wait, like the black-eyed pea people? 
Like if she she <laughs> like chewing on Will I Am. Yeah, yeah. Oh dang, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Number two is I'll only fly if I have a window seat. But then she says, but I'm terrified when the cl- clouds surround the plane and I can't see out. So I usually go in the restroom and cry, <laughs> which <laughs> would happen a lot <laughs> when you're in the window seat. <laughs> you're in the air, yeah, just flying. Get surrounded by clouds and it make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks crap is a gross, but the word fuck is lovely. So shouts to Kirsty there. Yeah, I, she's I, great. I, I totally agree with that. She's good in some ways. Um, she doesn't like talking to the phone. She likes the text. Uh, tell that to Steve Gutenberg. Am I right? Uh, right. Callaway cellular. Call away. Anti cell crowd. Uh, she feels humiliated when she runs out of Halloween candy. Like, don't we all? I get it, Kirsty. I get it. I feel you. She ain't running out of Halloween candy. Who's she lying to? Uh, She doesn't like to watch horror films. The movie Get Out made me feel like (laughs) I was dying for a month. (laughs) That's what she said. What? (laughs) Yeah, I read that one. (laughs) And the last last couple is uh, she'd rather watch 2020 than get laid. Shout out to Gutenberg. Can't wait. <laughs> Shout out to Gutenberg. <laughs> and uh, she <laughs> I feel normal when loved ones visit me after they die. I think they visit because it doesn't freak me out. So she sees ghosts. <laughs> it's like, let's just be clear. Kirstie Alley obviously sees ghosts of loved ones past. So this is what she but says. Get out was, but get out was too much for her. <laughs> it's too much for her. She, okay. she didn't get freaked out by ghosts. This is what she says every night uh, before bed. Yeah. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> yeah. So those are just those are just some of the things. Uh, the last one is I, I create lives when I'm bored. In my secret fake life, I'm 20 years old and married to Justin Bieber. We live on a farm. I'm a thin. I'm thin with a C cup, and we skinny dip in our private converted limestone quarry. Man. The details are impeccable. There. Middle-aged women uh, <laughs> magazines are, are really hard-hitting. So I just want to say, shouts to Kirstie Alley. I think we are a Kirstie Alley podcast. Uh, I don't think so. I agree. I think I we are, too. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. She's got some really interesting... Um, I don't know. I, mean, I don't she's, want to see her as political... She's Scientologist standards. adjacent. She's a, so oh, that's, she a that's, scient- that's a major red Is she a Scientologist? She's, she's a right-winger. Oh, I'm she's pretty right? sure she's a right-winger. Okay, yeah. we're going to have... We're not she a Kirstie Alley. We're back. We're going back. We're t- <laughs> we are yeah. not yeah. a Kirstie yeah. Alley podcast. Eat your words along with this crow. <laughs> I should have known when she said, I feel lost without eyeliner. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> I mean, who, who doesn't feel lost without that some eyeliner? That was the life? red flag. Uh, Kyle, who else we got? Uh, we have Steven Gutenberg. We have Steve Gutenberg. Steven <laughs> Gutenberg. I looked up. The Goots. He spells it with a V, just to confirm. Steven. A lot of people A lot of people are weird. No? Yeah. <laughs> Especially you. Uh, uh, who else we got? <laughs> Gina, can you please st- spell Steven for us really quick? This is a, we do this to every guest. Biased. I mean, I have two uncles named Steve, and they both spell it d- differently. It's S T E B E or S T E P H E N. See, that's um, even weirder to me. <laughs> Wait, are they not on really? the same side, right? <laughs> what if... No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I was, getting, I was getting the same side. One, one brother was Steve with a V, so one was with a PH. That's how we tell them apart. Yeah, my grandma. <laughs> my grandma and grandpa were like, let's just fuck with them all. Let's yeah. Just, like, totally <laughs> name them. Yeah. And then name one Stefan, just to, just to completely throw, <laughs> throw everyone under the bus. Um, yeah, Steve Gutenberg, a famous 90s and 80s actor. Uh, that's all I got to say about him. 
Uh, Olsen twins? Mary-Kate and Ashley? He wore curly hair pretty well. That's what you wanted to say. Says the curly-headed fuck. (laughs) That's what I've been thinking about with Steve Gutenberg. It's the way I remember him. Hairy chest, curly hair. Right? That's that's the goop. Yeah. uh, No shirt? No, or no, he, deep, deep, deep V's. Deep V's. Yeah, deep he, he's like, he, he's like, he's my spirit animal in that. Tank tops. With the more drunk I get, the more buttons down I go on my shirt. That's exactly, that's me getting more Steve Gutenberg as yeah. I go along. <laughs> uh, overtly sexy Steve Gutenberg to me is Zeus and Roxanne, Steve Gutenberg, <laughs> where he's just uh, wearing shorts and tank tops and he's hanging out with a dog. Mine's the big green where he wears cowboy boots and he kicks a soccer ball around and he's like, you kids go and get that soccer no, ball. No, that was totally not sexy Gutenberg. He had a paunch. He was, he was, he was, he had a uh, cowboy hat. He was problematic a little bit. Come on. Deputy Dan. Deputy, Deputy Dan. Dog. Dan. Is dog or Dan? No, the, the nickname was the dog. Deputy. Yeah, I think you were right the first time. Deputy, Deputy dog. dog. No, it was Deputy Dog. Yeah, they was like, I don't know, we're going to have to rewatch the big green, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Um, who else, Kyle? So, yeah, we have the Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley. Olsen twins. We've already discussed uh, the MKAA. All right, yep. and then we have Philip Bosco. Bosco! <laughs> My guy, Philip Bosco. He was Vincenzo. He was Vincenzo the butler. He has murdered somebody, without a doubt in my mind. Philip Bosco has <laughs> murdered somebody. He did play, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, he did play uh, Christian Bale's dad in Shaft. I didn't see that. Christian Bale was the guy who who murdered the dude and then got... The Machinist, where he worked in that shot. Jeffrey Wright, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Connie I Nelson. did not see that. Well, yes, he did. Walter did. Wade sen- Sr. And then we have one more. Uh, Jane Sibbett. Jane Sibbett, uh, who played most famously Carol from Friends, uh, Ross's first wife. Oh. Yes. And if you needed to know who that was. I don't know. And did you guys, she plays a really similar character in Au Pair. I don't know if I you watched that movie. I look that up. I don't know what that movie's about, uh, but it's okay. the same role. Au Pair, it's, yeah, Au Pair is this movie. It's like kind of a, it was like a straight to, to TV movie. It was either ABC Family or Fox Family. It was either Fox or I ABC think it was definitely Family. ABC Family movie. I, we, yeah, my family and they, watched Au Pair. and it was this, a, a, a rich, a rich man. A Who rich, was the main brunette girl in that movie? I don't think Kirstie she was Allen. popular. I got like, yeah. <laughs> but she thinks she's getting this job at this cool corporate company. And then it turns out she's the au pair to, I think it's like telecommunications or something, but she ends up being hired as the au pair um, for these two bratty kids. And they're all in France. And um, basically like the dad is a workaholic. Um, he's getting married to this Jane Sibbett's character. I don't remember her name, but it is like, that was like one of those movies that me and my sister would watch just on constant. She plays the exact same character of like the evil stepmom who's going to get married and the kids don't like her and she does it. She's really good at it. So, you know, shout out to Jane. Wow. But that's a, that's a good one. If you guys have never seen it, it's a good, bad movie. Good, bad movie. I hope that's on Disney. Yeah. It's ABC family. I don't know what it would be. Uh, Yeah. It has to be on Disney plus. They made like they made like two. They made three of they made three of them. Yeah. It's a trilogy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Heidi Heidi yeah. Lenhart was the main girl. Is a uh, is it is Au Pair Three uh Au Pair Three I've never forgotten her face for my entire life. That's weird. Yeah. Au Pair Three uh the, the untethering where they turn into <laughs> us. Is that the third one? Instead of pairing, they get unpaired. Um replace an animal uh with an actor. 
where they replace an actor with an animal. I always screw that up. Nick, yeah, what do you every got? Time. Every time. Uh, I would work. replace both the Olsen twins with lemurs like because it. they have the same size eyes. Them big old eyes. And uh, they and you put them both in overalls, and there you go. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, put, I'd replace, <laughs> uh, <laughs> replace Philip Bosco uh, and, and put a llama in there. But not just any llama, a beefy llama. The one that can kick. Yeah, it would have to be a llama that handles business. Yeah. He can write but a check. But also, he can handle business yeah, as yeah, I yeah. air sign a check, yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. handle business yeah, as yeah, I punch yeah, the yeah, air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gina, who do you got? <laughs> um, I would replace Jane Sibbett with like an ostrich or an emu yeah. based on her haircut. <laughs> <Those gum. laughs> that's, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, you you're a better judge than this than we are, but there's no way she would have to get that much haircut off with just gum, just right? Just a piece of gum. Yeah. No. She put in extensions. No. Couldn't you just another just just yeah. You, you could just cut out that one little bit. Like yeah. you really yeah. I mean it would kind of suck, but you wouldn't have to chop your whole hair in that terrible way too. They just made her look <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was yeah. that was the worst hair of the whole movie. That was really bad. Yeah. I th- yeah. You're here, your hair or whatever. Yeah, your hair. You're I mean you're here. <laughs> that was a good line. That was, that a, good was a good line. line. That was yeah, a good, that line. Was good line. Um yeah. So who works, who doesn't work for you, uh, Gina, in this movie? Who doesn't work for me? Okay, this is maybe controversial. Um, I just didn't really love the Olsen twins. I just yeah. felt like I hated, I hated Alyssa's accent. I really did. It sounded <laughs> yeah. so weird. It was like trying to be proper, but it, like when you were saying she should like. Just be, go full British. Yeah, London because it, it's like she was trying yeah, to be like British. It was just, yeah. Well, um, here's here's the deal. I did, I did think. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go. No, no, no. <laughs> Here's the deal, man. Here's what I got to say. What would be a worse accent? Would it be Amanda with her Brooklyn accent and then have Alyssa have just a plain, regular, regular accent? Or maybe she went to boarding school in London, so she had like a, a, a British affectation to her because she said, I feel spent like so she much w- time with the Brits. I feel like she went to a Canadian boarding school. <laughs> that's why she sounded so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they filmed in Manitoba. Uh, That's could, just me. Could be right. Okay, I will say, I I thought that they were better when they were acting with the adults almost, but okay. when they were on screen together, it was just a little. It just felt very weird to me. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm being negative. I mean, did you guys think they they were good, or how did they compare to the kid in the that one movie that you guys tore up, which I thought was so funny. It was like your last Artemis podcast. Fowl. Yeah, Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. They yeah. they, they, they <laughs> acted they circles around uh, around uh, <laughs> well, our our guy. Well, Stephen did not like the Olsen twins in this movie. No, so. I didn't. I didn't either. So I agree with you. Uh, they they did not. They did not work for me. I thought Ashley in the beginning was bad. Yeah. 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 The fir- yeah. Once she got into her groove and she got to pretend to be Mary Kate. That's when I thought that it really took off the movie as a whole. <laughs> I kind of like that because it showed her range. Yeah, I, yeah. Act like your sister. Got it. They're like, yeah. They're like, be more normal. <laughs> they're like, be normal. Now you can be normal. <laughs> Shaking him. And be then, normal. And then Mary Kate got to act as Amanda as Alyssa, so you don't have to. So be, many layers to that. Onion. Yeah, there's a lot of. La- that's why they're so good. Yeah, because they they know the layers. They have the layered method down. Stanislavski yeah. steps aside. But it definitely felt like. Um, they were constantly yelling, line, 
line. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in the beginning of the movie with the kids. Yes. This is this is a thing that I'm going to harken back to with Cop and a Half in that <laughs> you have all these super close-ups of kids who have to say one line and you know they did dozen takes. You know they did at least a dozen takes with <laughs> these each kid stupid saying children. their dumb lines. Figure it out. Especially with the butt kisses. All those kids saying the butt kiss lines. <laughs> no. You know how many times they redid that scene? <laughs> that oldest butt kiss kid was great. Harry Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Harry Jr., he was uh, he's famous for being in uh, Harold and Kumar. He oh. plays he plays a weed dealer. Is he Harold or Kumar? Uh, I wish he was Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, who works for you though, Nick? We're gonna go back. We're gonna go to you. To me, uh, that kid with the glasses. Oh, the the kid pitching. Yeah, pitching the stick stick ball game. Is the little weird, about? the little weirdo kid with the glasses. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking <laughs> he was about. The, the white guy, not Freddie, not Freddie, but the the one that ran the wrong way when they got to like the house, the mansion. And then he ran back oh, the other yeah. way. Yeah. That yeah. kid was great. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't look away from him every time he was on screen. The, I couldn't figure out his name. It's a full moon tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out his name, which one he was, because they don't say his name at all during credits. the whole movie. Yeah. And you can't Google him because it was the only role he ever did. Okay. So uh, I'm giving shout outs to that kid. <laughs> And Jane Sibbett. I thought Jane Sibbett, uh, she overacted, but in the way that's really acceptable for that role. Yeah. Is like, if you're going to be like the the overarching, you know, evil stepmom situation, you should go hard. Yeah. And she did. Amen. She was like fouling people in the paint. She was she had like six fouls by the end of this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just basketball's back. I'm making references. Yeah, NBA's back, everybody. <laughs> See where Nick's brain's at. Um, uh, who worked for me? Uh, obviously, uh, Philip Bosco. Um, he the was murderer. great. Yeah. The butler, butler murder. Um, he didn't murder anyone. He had a fantastic mustache. This whole movie. That I didn't know great. where his accent was coming from half the time, and I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Loved how he like tried to resonate with uh, with Amanda and her accent when when she when she laid it on. Um, but he was like, "Look, I don't have a bad accent too. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say, hey, you sound great. You sound normal. You don't sound like you're not from Queens at all." <laughs> <laughs> I did another knock to Steve Gutenberg. Vincenzo was his best man. He doesn't have any friends. Yeah, how does he not have friends? He doesn't have a single... <laughs> his butler's his best he man. He is so fucking rich. There's no way he couldn't there afford... There was no one else. No ushers. No yeah. other ushers. Yeah, there wasn't a single other man that he knows. <laughs> he only knows his butler. It just goes to show you, he's all business. I don't know. Steve Gutenberg seems really... Roger Calloway is sketchy. Sketchy yeah. at the, in the least. Yeah. His brain's called away. Kirstie Alley has no chance. Kirstie Alley also paid way too much attention to Mary-Kate. Right. Yeah. Over all the other kids. Over all the other kids. She was like, like hey, obvious how I much she liked me. her. <laughs> I see you and me. I will be next to you forever. And their little phrase. We've. Oh, we'll get it to it in best quotes. Keep I going. mustn't. I mustn't. Uh, Gina, who worked for you in the movie? Who was good? I I really do think that Kirstie Alley did a good job. Um, I thought I thought she was she was funny. Um, and now this is like, as an adult, looking back on it, like referencing like the, the weight gain, like she wasn't, you know, this, like she was relatable, I guess. And you're like, oh, I get it. Like, she's cool. And, um, I don't know. I thought, I thought she was funny. And like, there was like the one scene where she's like waiting for him and she's like trying to like qualify why it's okay to like get with a guy who's rich because they met before she knew he was rich. Like, I don't know. I just thought that there was some funny, she had like really funny ways. And she, to me, seemed really lovable. Like if I was a kid and I remember that feeling of being a kid and being like, wow, Chrissy Alley seems like she'd be such a cool mom. Like, 
or, or like character at least. And so I thought, I thought she did a really good job. And I had those same feelings when I rewatched it again as an adult of like, this is a caring, wonderful. So I think she did a good job. So I know I'm going to hell for this. Kirstie Alley apparently went through early menopause in 1992, which exacerbated her weight loss issues. So I'm going to hell. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's a fun fact for everybody to, to choke on. Menopause more like men to keep men to come early. Uh, cut that part out, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. This is egregious. <laughs> I thought she was very charming in this movie. She's all right. Yeah, she's all right. I mean, considering what she had to work with, this is basically yeah. a TV, yeah. TV movie. This is a, this should have been a direct to video. This should have been a direct to video, as normal Mary Kate and Ashley movie, which is all of their movies yeah. were basically. Yeah. to TV, and they made millions of dollars. So this one, they just made extra money on. Yeah, yeah. It was just money in the bank for them. Um, best quotes, worst quotes. I got one, and it's only from the, the guy's basically only line in the movie. It's the carriage driver eating a glizzy. Uh, <laughs> when Kirstie Alley asks him to drive him to the, drive him to the church, and he holds up the hot dog with a mouthful of, mouthful of wiener, and he says, we're not close this. I'm on my break. Who says I'm going to close out this glizzy, meaning I'm going <laughs> to eat this hot dog? When I close it's, it's this? It's a New York thing. It's a New York thing. I've looked it up for days, and I cannot <laughs> find a slang term hey, that says, I'm, I'm going to close this hot dog out, and then I'm going to come talk to you. I'm going to close this hot dog. Yay. When what I close this. I'm close this hot dog. <laughs> I close I, I, Hey, Tony. Come my close brain, this hot dog, Tony. My brain hurts. <laughs> my brain hurts. I think you're wrong. Gina, what do you got for a quote? Best quote or, or least favorite quote? Both. Throw them, throw them around. Oh, I mean... I feel like it, we'd be remiss to not talk about, it's probably like a million girls, um, you know, Instagram caption. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars, world series kind of stuff. That I mean, that was just like a classic, classic quote. But upon rewatching, I thought the one about like, Girls like guys like him, like girls with food names. Like that was a good line. That was kind of funny. That was a good line. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 The World Series at the end when they go, just kiss her already. I was like, oh, the the two smart, (laughs) their own good kids. I can't handle that now as an adult. I just was like, oh, cringe. Just kiss her already. Crawl out of of here, kids. Yeah. You don't know anything. (laughs) Yeah. Could Could you imagine being the orphanage director and like telling a kid like, uh, man, it's got to be that can't eat, can't sleep. Over the fence, an <laughs> eight-year-old, like an eight-year-old, <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, Mister, <laughs> whatever you say." I like they're turtles. Like, sure, Jan. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I liked uh, I liked what Mary Kate said when she's uh, when she said, "Don't be all proper. You gotta have lousy English." Like, ain't you never gonna wanna? Don't you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I was just like, they let her improv that line for sure. <laughs> I had to, have. and it doesn't make any fucking sense, and I love it. I, I heard that. this outside the limit. Limousine as I was driving down uh, Broadway in New York City. I'm going to use this in this movie. Mary Kate worked for me, by the way. Ashley did not. Oh, of course. Big fucking <laughs> surprise there. Um, even though you had the kid with glasses and Jane Sibbett, too, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. um, the kid with glasses killed it. Every scene he was in. <laughs> sloppy Joes. This is also when I learned what a Sloppy Joe was. Not I- from Billy Madison. No, my mom didn't let us watch Billy Madison. That's unfortunate. And my mom didn't let us eat Sloppy Joes. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hell. That was a pretty... Okay, when I watched that, when I watched it, I was like, this is actually really gross. Ew. They zoomed in on the kids eating. It looked like like she was eating poop. too close for comfort. (laughs) She looked like she was eating some poop. Oh, God. Just a little bit. A little poopy. It was was aggressive. A little poopy joke. Can you believe after the food fight, those... (laughs) 
Gutenberg and Kirsty just walk off. Just go and jump they're in like, the lake. They're like the rest of you clean this up. Deuces, we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go have some weird sexual tension. Don't mind us. But we're hungry. Lick the macaroni off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a camp counselor, I've been there. But also, you got to clean up. You got to literally. Gotta, you got to. You got to yeah. be an example. Clean up the kids, kids and yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Also, that water scene seemed really awkward as an adult. Again, <laughs> I was like, oh, it looks windy and cold. That does not look fun at all. No. And yeah, they looked really died. cool when they got out like, of there. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look great. And she was wearing that sweater. <laughs> yeah, wearing yeah. a sweater and swimming. And it was so oh. droopy. Yeah. <laughs> and then how did the butler, like the butler, how did he find them with the like dinky ass telescope? <laughs> and then, of course... Like, sorry, I'm sorry. There was just so many plot holes. I was like, that's not life. What kind of butler would you be if you didn't have a telescope, first of all? Every good butler (laughs) has a telescope. Like, uh, what the fuck is his name from Art of the Smell? (laughs) (laughs) I just just completely... Butler. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Butler from Art of the (laughs) Smell. That's right. How could I forget that forgettable movie? Anyway, it's time for the games portion. We're going to do the top five. Top five. Uh, top five. We're just gonna do top five twins of all time. Twins and twins. <laughs> I gotta find that. Um, so it's any twins. It could be uh, acting twins. It could be just famous twins. We're all gonna choose our top five favorite twins of all time. Uh, no particular order. I don't think we need to rank rank them. No, all. this ain't no draft. There's not a lot of twins. They're yeah. Rare. Um, I'll start us off. I'm going to pick the Sprouse, the Sprouses. Cole, wow. and, Cole and Dylan Sprouse, they had the big daddy at the beginning of their Story career. Storied career. And now uh, now they're still, well, one, I think. They're both back. Cole's the one in Riverdale, right? Yeah, Cole's in Riverdale. Uh, Dylan's back. Dylan's back in some movie. Allegedly. 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 I don't know if Dylan's doing anything, but they seem pretty adjusted for uh, for for movie star twins. Yeah, movie star, TV star twins uh, from uh, Sweet Life, and then uh, also as... Uh, Having a little sister, watching a lot of uh, Sweet Life, so I... Uh, oh, you did. I saw them Not grow now. up, and I'm proud of them. They're, they're, they're good boys. Okay. Uh, Gina, who do you got? All right, I'm going to like flip the switch and be a little... Trying to be funny. But uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dang it. Did I? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That counts. We're we're counting it. I think we have to count it. We're going to count it. It's honorable mensch. Um, All-time greatest odd pair of twins, probably. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Yeah, intentionally. Yeah. It's a good good, uh, OBGYN joke. Like, well, I yeah, will say that I've never. I will say I've never seen that movie. You haven't? I've never gotten around. I saw it as a child. It's pretty uh, weird. Probably yeah. shouldn't it's have seen weird. it. It's probably shouldn't weird. have seen it as a child. <laughs> Seeing a guy get murdered by by a a, a, a a mass of chain link, chains. Yeah. 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 You remember that? There's a pretty aggressive sex scene too. Where yeah. I was like, "Ew, my parents only watch this. Like, yeah. <laughs> did they not know?" <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit uh, egregious. Um, okay, well now I I have to see it. <laughs> now you have to see it. Now you can't unsee it. Uh, I'll 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 put a little dark horse in there. Put in the the London brothers, Jeremy and Jason London. So J- <laughs> so unknown to me I'm until a big today. Jeremy London fan. Jeremy London, star of Seventh Heaven and a, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Vampire Diaries. I Seventh think. Heaven, telling the truth. And then of course you have Jason. What you ever do, you. 
Are you finished? Yeah. Uh, and then you have Jason, who's the star of a uh, former uh, contender of our podcast, uh, Out Cold, as well as Days and Confused and uh, Mallrats, uh, a, a legendary 90s career. Um, I'm counting them because no one else is going to pick them up. I'll agree with you. Is that your second is, choice? Is that what you wanted? No, no, no. They're, they're nowhere near my top. Okay, five. cool. Then, then, go, <laughs> then go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, speaking of basketball, basketball, Robin and Brooke Lopez. The Lopez bros. The Lopez brothers. Um, they both have crazy. They used to have crazy hair. One of them hates mascots. Good gimmick. Yeah, it's good. That's good. They're nice <laughs> physical basketball players. Yeah. Um, but if we do, we have to stay in the pop culture realm because if we do, I I can switch it. We're leaving it. We're okay. leaving it. Okay, Gina, cool. Gina, what do you got on two? Uh, Tia and Tamara Maori. Nice. Um, that was another. Twins separated at birth. Um, I love that show. Sister, sister. Up, so I got, I got a yeah, sister, sister. Didn't know how much I missed you. Um, definitely got to get that one. Nice. A, a, a hard on my list. Property Brothers, number two choice for me. <laughs> They're so relevant nowadays. Wow, the Property Brothers. Uh, one. Uh, which one's dating Zoe Deschanel? Uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Zach. I don't. I don't know. I don't know their names. You don't know their names. I just know that they're so hot right property now. Property A and property B. Yeah. Prop, <laughs> prop A and prop B. Prop Joe and prop. You got to choose the carpenter well, brother because the selling brother is. Just, I hate the selling brother. Nobody likes. The I want the man made. Man yeah, made. You got to choose the the one that works with his hands. You know. Yeah. He gets in there. John and Drew. John, John and, Drew. and Drew. Oh yeah, Drew is the one you can't trust. Is John the carpenter? Which one can't you trust? He's got the biblical. Uh, name. John, I think, is the carpenter. Yeah. Drew is the yeah, of realtor. Course. John, aka Jesus, property brother. Classic <laughs> Jesus, property brother. Uh, three, Nick. Who do you got? Number three, I'm going with. Obviously, of course. <laughs> oh, um, I guess I'll stay in sports again. Tiki and Rondé Barber. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great, great. Uh, they both have bald heads. They're both actually like very hard to tell apart. So, that's that's a really underrated twin thing is when they're very hard to tell apart. Um, you you automatically think identical twins, and a lot of people don't have ad- identical twins. Uh, my backup is Ashton Kutcher and his identical twin brother. Mm. Uh, be, but but he don't do anything. Yeah, but he's not famous enough to include on the list. But I wanted to say their names together on the podcast. That's fair. No, no one knows why, but that's fair. Uh, Gina, who you got in the third spot? Uh, Benji and Joel Madden. Oh, yeah. Uh, good Charlotte. Ah, yeah, damn. Man, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a really good Big good, good Charlotte fan. Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous was about... That was about Steve Gutenberg, I think, actually, in this movie. Yeah, Cowboy Cellular was in the video. In this movie, though, not in in his real life. Yeah, not in his real life. He's like, he's got that camp property. All this complaining about his (laughs) fiancé. It's a new day. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys have done... uh, is Are it, we starting a band, a cover band over here? <laughs> yeah. Duh. Are we uh, Great Charlotte, or do we go mostly... Greater. Greater most, Charlotte. Or mostly Good Charlotte. Greater Charlotte <laughs> metropolitan area. Or Mild Charlotte. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good char. Charlotte. Good Char. Not even... Yeah, we're a barbecue-based podcast, or a barbecue-based <laughs> cover band. Good uh, Char. <laughs> yeah, Good Char. Uh, whose turn is it? Mine? Benji and Joel have dated Seriously? some of the... 
most iconic women of the 2000s. It's it's to be a rock star in the 2000s Which is to be is the married? pulse of the nation. One of one of them's married to one of the Richies? has a kid. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, oh, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Joel, Kyle, Joel, Fat Corner. Yeah. I think Joel he, is married to Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Kyle, can you look at who the Madden? It's not Nicole Richie though. To? It's a different Richie, right? What? No, it's Nicole Richie. It's straight up. Yeah, it's got to be. I thought she um, was single now. The Simple Life. Yeah, no, that is, she was in that. It is Nicole oh, Richie. Okay, Benji's with Benji's with uh, 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 Cameron. They have a child. Yeah, January 2020. They just had a birthday of a daughter. They were married in January 5th, 2015, in a Jewish ceremony in uh, their own home. At Mazel. Wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, big Mazel. <laughs> big Maz. Big Maz up to them. <laughs> Hillary Duff uh, is who... Uh, who he first dated, and then he yeah, with uh, Nicole Richie. Glad we got to the bottom of that. Madden has a trademark <laughs> habit of chewing toothpicks to help reduce the number of cigarettes he smokes. He date. We're diving in deep. My number three choice uh, would have to be. I mean, it's hard, hard, hard choice nowadays. I'm gonna pick the Bellas, Bree and Nikki. Oh, they both had babies. Yeah, week, yeah, at the same time. Recently. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. I, I'm not the, not a fan. I don't know what their drama is, especially like the John Cena drama. Uh, I just know that he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He, he's like 45. How can you not be ready? Uh, that because uh, he's a man, I think. Yeah, I get it. That's my guess. I get it. He's dumb. He's dumb. But yeah, uh, the, the Bellas for sure. Steven, your yeah. your cousin and I actually saw them at Bobble Rock. You're um, kidding me. You saw the year. Bellas? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we like my sister's friend like got us into like a VIP area, wow. and Allison recognized them. I did not, but it was I was like, "Cool celebrities." And that's she dope. was like, "No, they're really big." I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> that's my only knowledge of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's your cousin. I yeah, I think I think I know them because they apparently have a show on E. That's that's as, that's as far as oh. I know about them, and they're professional. I've wrestlers. watched some wrestling. They they're pretty good. Yeah, wrestlers. Nick's a big wrestler. Nick's a big wrestler. Um, Love wrestling. Nice. Big four, wrestler. Four spot <laughs> quattro. What do you got? Uh, well, I'm counting the other way, but so this is my actual number two. Well, it's fine. It's no particular order. You're <laughs> the one that said that at the beginning. You're right. Um, I have a music twins. Um, were Millie and Vanilli twins? <laughs> no, they weren't. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 taking uh, Gina's, Bill, Benji and Joel. They're my number two. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, Gina, who's in four? Um. I, I mean, I had no particular order, but I had Rumi and Sir, um, Beyonce's. Oh yeah, babies. yeah. Um, they're they're not famous yet, but I mean, they're famous by association. <laughs> exactly. You know, follow the path. If they follow the path of Blue Ivy, they're just destined to be in a bunch of videos of course. and sing on songs and be way richer than I'll ever be. So yep, shout true. out to them. Those are the conglomerate if twins. Beyonce, if you're listening and you need a nanny, I'm available. I'm hey, happy. Oh, pair four. Would, would you child. quit? Would you quit <laughs> yeah, your job? Would you quit four. your job to be nanny for Beyonce's children? Yeah, I would right now. I don't yeah. even have a job. But you're on. Quit it. You're yeah. on call twenty four seven. I'd still do yeah. it. You pay. You pay to grip. Yeah. Just do like two years of service, like the like the military. Do two years of service and you get oh <laughs> <full> life money. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would do that. Stock options. Come on. Yeah, you're right. You're that's right. You're a, that's right. a hard slag, but I'll take that. I'll take that. And that'd be like a once in a lifetime experience, yeah. too. It you'd really be, would be. It'd definitely be really stressful, but I would imagine you'd travel as, with the family. You'd, yeah, as long as you don't fire me. Help upbring, 
yeah. Don't fire me for like in, insignificant things. Like, oh, I asked for uh, uh, a half cup of almond milk and you gave me a third cup. And nobody knows what Beyonce's real voice even sounds like. She talks different ways all the time. So it'd be cool to know what she talks like behind. Even in the movies? Behind she the sounds camera. different. <laughs> no. I'm boxing Cleopatra. <laughs> no, she was in that other movie. Pink Panther? No, the serious movie. She was in a serious movie. Dream right? Girls. Dream Girls, yeah. <laughs> did you dance move while you said that? I haven't seen like that new Disney yeah. Plus thing have to. that she just released. Oh, she has a Disney Black thing? Black is King. Yeah. Oh, Black is King. I just, I just, I just saw that. Oh, she was in Cadillac Records, too. Yeah. She was out of James, though. I think oh, she Obsessed. Was Obsessed. That was the serious movie. We need to do that movie. That's a Hall of Famer. No, God. that's not true, but it's bad. <laughs> that's what you mean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a Hall of Fame movie. 19% Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, well, well, the number one twins of all time <laughs> is Mary Kate and, and Ashley. There you go. They're I think they're the only... It's not even close. It's not even No close. twins are even close. Yeah. They're the most famous twins of all time. Yeah, I think you're right. Wow. Is that Congrats a consensus? Congrats to them. Consensus across the board? I think the Sprouse twins maybe could get there one day in a different way. Yeah. But no, they're definitely... They stay acting, yeah. They own it. Oh, Tegan yeah. and Sarah are both uh, twins. Oh, they're twins. Yeah, dang, so, dang, that's cool. Just want to shut them out, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not close. Mary Kay and Ashley. When you say the words Mary Kay and Ashley, everybody knows what you're talking about. Kanye West. I'm a Mary Kay and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. You guys, do you guys know this interesting fact? I don't know if it's interesting for everyone, but when they were doing Full House and they would do the intro, they didn't say Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. They just said Mary Kate, Ashley Olsen. So everyone always thought it was just one baby. Oh, weird. And it was like a bit of like drama within like the world because they didn't realize it was twins playing this baby. And then like the parents had to fight to get like it to say and Ashley. And like, I just, if you could imagine, like the conversations probably around that were probably just so political and just insane. But, it was a money situation yeah, for sure. And Ashley, yeah, yeah. Um, which is just wild. But they, you know, they became the true stars of Full House, and let's just. And now they won't. Oh, this is more drama. They like refuse to go on um, Fuller House on Netflix. Yeah. And so all the characters now just like talk shit on the Olsen twins, like in it. Like they're always like, oh, like I guess Michelle's not coming and like super <laughs> passive aggressive. It's Hell just funny. like, maybe let's just like move on. They don't want to be on the camera. Anymore. Yeah. They just it's don't okay. want, they don't like, need to fine. do it. They're not like every other person on yeah. Full House <laughs> that still has exactly. to act for money. <laughs> Looking at you, Jody oh, Sweeten. No, it's not Jody. It's uh, it's the other one. It's DJ. It's uh, Cameron. Candace. Candace. Cameron. Yeah. Candace Cameron. Yeah. She's she's. Growing like... pains was better anyway. No. <laughs> They're both terrible. The Camerons are not good people. I'm here to say that. Kirk Cameron. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo's breakout. Oh, yeah, Kirk Cameron's canceled. We're done with Kirk, Kirk Cameron's Cameron. canceled just like Candace. Yeah, they're yeah. bad. People. But he was never a good character in that show anyway. Nobody liked Kirk. nobody liked the oldest. Uh, Republicans did. Yeah, you're Republicans right. did. They're just like he was the answer Alan to Thick though. Alan Thick. <laughs> keep it thick. Um, <laughs> yeah. let's get gamey. Why don't we? And get the hell out of here. Yep. All right. So the game is a uh, quick and quick and easy. Same title, different movie. You give me the different movie uh, based on that same title. That of it takes two. Uh, Gina, do you need time? Wait. What was the rules? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the name of the game the is one cider I drink is like <laughs> <laughs> going straight to my head. Uh, so same title, different movie. So it's the same title. It takes two, but you're pitching me a whole different movie. I don't know. I'll go. Okay, you go. I'll go. Um, medical drama. I'll just give you the genre right now. Medical drama. Um, 
man has a has an unknown ailment. Doesn't doesn't know what what to do. He's seen every doctor all across the land. Um, can't figure out what what's going on. His body's just shutting down at random random points. He's blacking out, but yet he's not you know getting run over by cars. He 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 uh, he's he's staying alive somehow. But but he has blackout thoughts and blackout memories. So he goes and sees a shaman uh, in in the in South American jungle, and he talks to the shaman. The shaman says, uh, "You are not one. You are not one. Uh, you're more than one. Uh, wh- what you need." Uh, what you need to do is find uh, find the person who's uh, who's less than one, and give him your your more than one. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, it's his journey uh, to try to find the perfect candidate on the verge of death and give him his second soul because it takes two. <laughs> Sounds like right. a weird version of Unbreakable. <laughs> no. He's uh he's dying. He's hurting. Yeah, so it's like yeah, a, he... it's like a kidney transplant, but very <laughs> Mr. Glass. very spiritual, <laughs> I guess. No, it's 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 all about a dude dude born two souls and and who's trying to, who's trying to who's give me give me give me a, me a medical one. drama, guys. Who's the main actor? <laughs> yeah, first of all, it's a medical <laughs> drama. Don't want to watch it. <laughs> but who's who's the actor that needs all these souls? <laughs> Bruce Willis. No, Everybody it's got to be somebody really dead. soulless. Yeah, Everybody I think dead. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's um. I'm just yeah, start James, listing, I got it. I'm, no, I'm I got it. Gandolfini would have been the guy. Gandolfini would have been the guy. Steve Martin, Kurt <laughs> here's, Russell, here's, Tim Matheson, Rick shut, up, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I want to say Kurt Russell, but that's, <laughs> that's the guy, easy guy, answer. Uh, it's it's um, it's a guy who we know has no soul. James Woods. James. No. <laughs> no Nobody would watch that movie. Yeah. Okay. It's out. <laughs> it's out. No one's gonna watch that movie. Um, <laughs> would you see a movie with James Woods right now? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I'll pick. No, I'll pick. I'll pick a dumb one. Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You hate it anyway, so it doesn't even matter. That's true. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> you dick. Um, screen's black. You hear. Oh <laughs> you hear a whisper. I want to walk right now. And then it gets louder. I want to rock right now. The crowd starts. The crowd starts building up, building up. I want to rock right now. Boom. And then you see Robbie Bass, or you see Robbie Bass and DJ Easy Rock <laughs> at the turntable say, It Takes Two. And then we smash cut everything from their life. This is the documentary about, the <laughs> about It Takes Two, the story, the untold story of the two people nobody really cares that much about until you read about their story. Um, Ladies love me, girls adore me. I mean, even the ones who never saw me. Like, you want to know what that's about. And this is the movie that's going to tell you. Here's just a little bit of Robbie Bass's life. Search Robbie Bass. (laughs) No, don't do No, 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 hold on. Harlem, New York. This is where it starts. Harlem, New York. (laughs) I'm in Psychoville and Finkel's the mayor. This is their first song. It goes nowhere after this. It's really sad, actually, after this happens. So it's going to be great. Uh, DJ Easy Rock dies of diabetes, uh, diabetic seizure at 46 in 2014. So that's the ending of the movie. <laughs> so I just wanted to set up everything. This well, is w- this isn't exactly the way I thought we were going to be starting off this adventure, but here I am standing on top of a big old pile of well this is horse manure 
But yeah, that's my uh, that's my movie. It's uh, it's the documentary about the song It Takes Two. Great. Who's your who's the trailer? Yeah, who's the trailer yeah, who's would starring? be great. Who's I don't starring? care about the trailer. I want to know the substance. <laughs> Give me the substance. Who's starring? Ice Cube's son is O'Shea uh, Jackson in yeah, another O'Shea. biopic about a rap group. Okay. But, yeah. He's pigeonholing, but all right. No, he he's gone out playing. I'm saying you're he, pigeonholing he can, him. He can come back. He can come back. Sure. Okay. Um, and then Michael B. Jordan. Wow. Is DJ Easy Rock? Wow. Okay. Directed by. Um, it's a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, it's a Spike Lee movie. Gina, pitch it to me. All right, I'm going. I'm going with like a Hallmark movie. Nice. Straight, <laughs> nice. Straight Change to, pace. Straight to. A, <laughs> there are. There's two sisters. Um, growing up with you know shared trauma of always being at odds with each other. You know, one always had to be the, the super A type. You know, she got everything done. She was the, you know, president of the school and she won all the awards and was like the apple of her parents' eyes. And the other sister was, you know, um, a rough and tumble kid. She she was more of a street smart gal and um, they, both their parents end up dying and they have to learn how to <laughs> survive on their own it's a hallmark movie a lifetime movie yes (laughs) we either or okay even though they're so different they have to learn how to you know work together to to live in the big city because it takes two i don't know i like it yeah no i like it that that story makes the most sense compared to our two dunces no and then they meet two guys (laughs) on the verge of breakthrough who are Rob, one's yeah. named Rob. Oh, takes place. 1984. 1984. East 89th Street. That's what we bet. Uh, I would. You could, if, you could if that, also if, do. If that movie um, came on while I was just sitting on the couch very hungover <laughs> and, and I was eating uh, some Taco Bell, maybe like some extra tacos that had been left over, I would probably wouldn't turn it off. Not Jack I would, I would watch. I would watch that full movie. No, I, I'd, I'd, I'd want to know what happens to these sisters. Yeah, it sounds sounds <laughs> will like. Will they survive? Yeah, will they? Su- if you made it more of a life or death thing too, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> will they actually survive? <laughs> okay, Kyle, which movie are you buying a ticket to? Uh, probably Gina's. She's had more substance in. Her, well, uh, you're, then you're a substance. fool because you're buying wolf tickets because it's a TV movie. <laughs> what a fool! This is an no, idiot. Kyle's <laughs> buying tickets because he doesn't. You can't are go you to the movie. Subscribing to cable. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say I was walking uh, at a protest and there was a homeless man on one side of the street and then he looked over at me and he was like, I want to walk right now. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, it was like the only thing that he screamed. And I was like, wow, he's about to get down. He's got DJ Easy Rock on the brain. I'm serious. That actually happened. <laughs> well, to, to, to call back to uh, to Gutenberg's previous uh, uh showcasing here on real rotten uh gina is this movie better than the big green first off have you seen the big green i have i love the big green i can't believe it has a zero and uh thought your guys's episode on it was fantastic um i think i think it's better i think it's like a little less cheesy i yeah i think it's i think it's better but okay that's just me okay it takes two is better than the big green yes Yes. All right. All right. That's that's a it's a rare uh rare occasion when uh someone besides <laughs> myself say say it is better. But uh I disagree. I, I say no. It's not okay. better than the big green. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to finally... Nope. It's not better than The Big Green. The Big Green <laughs> is a better movie. <laughs> I haven't rewatched The Big Green in a little while, if we need Dang. to be honest it's about it. But, Plus. but I'm going... Maybe tonight. Maybe okay. tonight. Actually, you know what I was going to watch tonight? Um... I want to rock right now. <laughs> Just that video over and over yeah. and over. Again. I can't remember the movie that I was going to watch right now, but I w- I will tell you later. Okay. Um. We'll we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um. If you could re-rate this movie, Gina, what would you re-rate it as percentage-wise? Ugh. Out of a hundred. If I'm a critic, I'm like a critic. I'm an adult critic. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. 10 percent it, it really like it really did not live up to the hype okay in my mind. so so it doesn't stay it but doesn't go back to being fresh okay as a kid critic what would you give it not an adult critic I, it, as a kid critic like 95 <laughs> yeah. um, what's missing <laughs> animated in, really, animated sequences <laughs> as in yeah as an educated adult in you know in 2020, yeah, probably like a 10. Yeah. Who recognizes tropes and and the and the prejudice yeah. that women faced in cinematic history? Yeah, yeah, yes. Bullshit. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> I say lower than eight. I say okay seven. Give me a seven. Lucky, Solid seven. Lucky number. Yeah. L- lucky. Lucky that I only seen this movie once. I'm giving it 22. Why 22? Uh, I just feel wow. like that's. I feel like you needed. Two of the same number because it takes two, and then I thought two, and I thought two, two, so 22. Oh, because you need a twenty two caliber rifle to find <laughs> solace in your brain after watching this movie. Uh, uh, blurb, uh, Nick, you, you, you got something for us, or should we skip it on over? It takes two eyes to see that this is a good movie. Mm. <laughs> I'll do you one better. It takes two fingers to press next. Gina, what do you got? It takes... Two minutes into the movie to want to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best one. Um, real recommendations. Yeah. So, so Gina, um, anything that you're currently watching, listening, reading uh, that you want to that you want to give a shout out to? Not necessarily uh, something popular, but something that you're just you're just in right now. Yeah, um, I will give a shout out to. Um, it is it is new. It it's all be gone in the dark. It's oh yeah, the documentary series on HBO. I read the book, so I would I would highly recommend reading the book and then watching the documentary. Okay. Um it's very scary but very good. Um and also sadly rewatching Glee because I was pretty <laughs> oh, upset oh. about um Naya Rivera's death and so I just decided to Damn. rewatch it and there's it, it, it's outlandish show but it is it's pretty funny when you watch it with like a grain of salt that, and if you if if you haven't watched it in a really long time I would I would recommend it. I feel it's, like it's got some zingers. That show is sort of cursed cuz you had the guy that died during production and then you have Naya Rivera and mm-hmm. then uh, Corey Monteith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monteith that's what Mark I was talking Steven. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Crazy. Really sad. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of sadness that came from it, but I do think like that show blew up so much. It did. I mean, Corey Monteith had had a troubled past, but I don't know. Yeah. And they just got so much celebrity thrown upon them. Yep. Um, but I mean, but they they went on they went on tour. Like Glee went on yeah. tour. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Leah Michelle. They had a 3D getting, movie. Getting, uh, yeah. Getting uh, called out too. <laughs> Love that. Oh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll recommend owl recommend owls will recommend. I'll recommend, um, an outdoor activity. Um, I started hitting a tennis ball against a wall recently. Do your neighbors love you to practice? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, 
it's it's kind of nice to get some exercise that way. Yeah. Um, video wise, I just rewatched. Um, fuck. Well, I watched Perry Mason. I'm caught up on Perry Mason. Do you like oh. Perry Mason? It's 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 fine. But it's, fine. it's it's good. It's good to just watch. Mm. I think it's it's, it's not worth it. To just good. watch. Well, I don't watch a lot of TV right now, so it's oh. it's nice to just put on something that I, I don't have to be super involved in, mm. you know, but I can just watch. That's what it is for me. Interesting. And I just rewatched uh, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah. So, uh, mm. classic film, a uh, classic comedy film in Alabama. Yeah, really great movie. Yeah, great movie. I like it. Uh, that's a rewatchable film for me for sure. Real recommendations. Uh, oh, Blow the Man Down. That's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, with Mar- uh, Margo. Yeah, on Amazon Primo Mar- uh, about a a murder in a small seaside village, main town. Yeah, yeah. Two women who uh, one kills a sexual predator. Good movie. Watch that movie. Is, Blow is the man it, down. Is that the same? Is that the movie I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of a different movie. No, you're Margaret right. Martindale. Same, same movie. It don't. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, twist yeah. in that, right? Yeah, there's a twist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't want to give it away. Um, my real recommendation. To watch, rewatch uh, Last Airbender. Did I shout that out last time? Yes, yeah, you did. maybe. Shit. All right. Well, uh, can't do it again. Yeah, I know. Never idiot, again. idiot, talking to myself. Uh, my real recommendation would have to be. Man, I was gonna say I'll be gone in the dark too. Friends. Um, no. I'll be gone into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Murderers. Rewatched. Uh, uh, rewatched the movie Lawless. With Shia LaBeouf, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy and uh, Jason Clarke. One of my all-time favorite surprise movies in that I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I, Tom Hardy holds his neck together. <laughs> written by Nick Cave of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. So, uh, so yeah, that good, was pretty cool. Good stuff. Crazy movie. Yeah. So, Kyle, yeah. anything to recommend? Uh, yeah. Jess and I just watched uh, Last Chance You of Laney College. Oh, Coach local. Hag. Yeah. Coach, yeah, Coach Hag. Offense coordinator. So shout out to him. Ooh. And Big D's. Uh, an athletic yeah, yeah. trainer. So cool. Shout out to Brentwood, Brentwood, and <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> well, thank you, Gina, so much for coming on. Um, thank you guys for having me. Sacrificing so your night Sunday evening to yeah. hang out with us virtually. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, thank you once again. This uh, this has been real rotten. Uh, it, episode ninety one. Yes. Uh, it takes two That's, to make a thing go right. That was Nick Lyons. Uh, the Steve Ramirez. I want to rock right now. Uh, we need to get out of here. As we always say, keep it real. <laughs> keep it rocking. Keep it rotten. Keep it on rocking. Keep it rocking. P I Z Z A. Give me pizza. P I Z Z A. Now we're feeling kind of hungry. We got to make a munchie. Time to make our pizza. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes all rotten. You watch a film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you wanted to shout, I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten.